Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast for the 17th of March, 2015. Jesse, your head's larger than usual. Is there a particular reason for that, or is it just because you're in an English kitchen? Just my ego, TB. Just my ego. Good to know. Good to know that in advance before the rest of the show <laughs> begins. You are in England right now, Jesse, are you not? Why is that? Um... Why have you invaded my sovereign nation? Well... Someone had to, and I figured it was about time I did it. And then I figured <laughs> I... Is that the best, the best they could do? Is <laughs> Look, America's got... We've got people everywhere. I'm now the guy who's gonna take over this one. So I'm gonna drink Chip Chip Cheerio out of this mug. And, uh... That's not actually tea, is it? Let's be honest. Uh, no, it is. It is crazy British Coke. It's that, it's seven it's seven fifteen in the evening here. I don't know how you did this podcast back when you lived on this side of the ocean, but it, it was dumb of you to do so because holy crap! It's well, it, it helped that I wasn't jet lagged. I imagine seven fifteen is not an unusual time to be working, but no, not for me. That's also, British Coke bed. has real sugar in it. Isn't that a wonderful thing? It's nice. It isn't tastes it? delicious. Yes, it, it is does. Wonderful. You don't put whatever that horrible nonsense is in. High fructose corn syrup. Uh. Mm, it's so good. But I, I have to thank you for getting me into this. This like it was several years ago to the day when you stole from your rich barbecuing neighbors a pack of San Pellegrino blood orange soda. And mm -hmm. I have been since drinking it. It's it's pretty damn good, got to admit. It's the best. Mm. The we best. are unfortunately missing someone today. Dodger is not feeling well, so hopefully she feels better soon. But we compensate by having a guest, as always. And this time around, we do have a fantastic guest indeed. I can never pronounce your damn username. I tried. I've got you it. can try. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Char Alan Azad. Perfect. Yay! Also known as Alana it. Pierce. Welcome to the show. Hello. Indeed. Now, you came to some <laughs> people's attention after an interesting little media blitz in which you decided that it would be a good idea upon uh, tracking down some of the people who were being complete and total sacks of shit that you mm -hmm. would uh, maybe contact them. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just being blunt here. They, they were. <laughs> they were being sacks of shit. You know, let's let's call yeah. it what it is. You decided that because they apparently don't understand information security, you would track down their parents via Facebook and have a few words with mm -hmm. them. Is that true? I did. And it was, uh, yeah, uh, very, very easy to find all of their details, mm -hmm. like their schools and their parents and the also 13-year-old girlfriends. They just have all that stuff publicly available, so it wasn't difficult at all. Yes. It's interesting, isn't it, to put a face to online ab anonymous abuse, I suppose. A lot, a lot of people seem to believe that anonymous abuse is, is easy. It's something that you could just get away with. There's no consequence to it. Well, sucks to be you, because apparently there was. I, I want to know what the fallout from that was. Like, you've got to have got some apologies from some people, surely. Uh, yeah, so the kid that I actually tweeted about handwrote me a letter, but because wow. I'm no longer in Australia, I'm not there to read it, but apparently it has arrived. And of other parents that I've contacted, uh, some of the mothers had been like, screw you, my kid would never do this, you don't know anything, and have been really angry. And really? others have just kind of half-assed apologized. But uh, that one, yeah, he handwrote me a letter, which was probably just because his mum freaked out when she saw it all over the internet. Well, yes, it's like, oh, it appeared on a bunch of news media sites, therefore this is probably yeah. something we should kind of take seriously. It's 
Yeah. I like to say it surprises me that some of the parents like got uber defensive about it, but it really doesn't. Like, it... No, it didn't really surprise me either. It was just disappointing. Yeah, I think that a lot of parents view it as a reflection on themselves that a, a kid would do something it like is. that. <laughs> well, it is. Well, yeah, you're right, actually. It's completely <laughs> true. It's like, you are letting your kid be a horrible asshole mm-hmm. online. You know, you really need to do something about that. But I think it would certainly be a disservice to say, hey, you're the person that did this because you do actually have a career in the games industry. You do many other things. So why don't you tell us about what you do? Uh, sure. I work on an Australian TV show called Button Bash where I make four uh, videos every single week. I also work on a national radio station in Australia and have for about three years and I've written for a handful of websites and magazines and have a YouTube channel that I kind of just use for fun. Fantastic. So basically more experienced and qualified than everybody on this show. Yeah, that makes sense. That's good. That's why that's why we bring on good guests onto the show. Welcome to the Co-Optional Podcast, folks. We do occasionally talk about video games. Jesse, why are you giggling so much? Why did you tell me that you made my face even bigger than humanly possible? Like, I just... I want, all right, I, click, I clicked on the actual Twitch thing, and I'm looking at... My face looked like this. <laughs> And it looks even creepier when it's giant and it's like cut off to here. So I don't know what is. Oh my god, what is happening? You look you know good. What? It's I'm fine. Like, you look. Good. I increased the size of the Thank overlay. You. I gave you even Thank more, you. even more face space just to indulge in. It's lovely, isn't it? Holy crap! It's horrifying. horrifying. I'm gonna have to go look at a, this now. I have a weird echo, and oh, he's, he's, it's not as horrifying as he thinks. He's just, he's just vain. You know how he gets. I, you know what? That's exactly how I get vain. Vain. Very yeah. vain. You are so vain, Jesse. Everyone I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. I bet you think this song is about you, don't you? This podcast, maybe. <laughs> yeah. The, the, to be fair, less people tune in when you're not here, so you've got that going for you. That's because, you know that's what? That's a statistical fact. That's because they are boring people, and they need their lives enriched with, with the cocks. Mm-hmm. Now it's creepy when it's up close, isn't it? Yes, it's actually. Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> now you're now you're sad you yeah, tuned in, like, right, Chad? Back off immediately, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This is the Corruption Podcast. We do occasionally talk about video games. Coming up with the show. It's creepy when it's in your face. It is. It's very much so. Video games in your face. That that I mean, that's a brand that someone's got to have used by now, right? Mm-hmm. People are very much like video games in your face, like extreme in some way. Like, is it? I, I can think of nothing less extreme than sitting on a couch playing video games. It is the laziest thing in the universe. It's there's nothing particularly mountain. I don't. This is why I don't get how Mountain Dew of all people and and actually Red Bull as well. Uh-huh, cool. Like I'm waiting for this. Very cool. much about oh, it's all like extreme. It's like video games. Like I this. I'm, I'm sitting here with a controller. It's, not, it's nothing very extreme going on here. I'm not really. Sh- Why do I need to be fueled? Like, what is it, this That's gamer fuel? That's a really fuel? good point. They yeah. always market energy drinks to gamers. Why? Have, we don't need any intense. of that. We, we are doing nothing. Passion of we, hunting down a man in we, Call of Duty. We are burning it's less calories so than the average person would be walking down the street. We do not need energy drinks. That's a really good point. I can't believe this has never occurred to me before. I, d- I don't get it. I don't get the marketing. Strongly like, disagree. If anything, I- I'm trying to think. It's probably disagree. no. It's probably so that you can stay up all night. It's probably like a make sure you don't have to ever stop gaming, nerd. So yeah, they just you want know, you to a better way to do that is coffee. Like coffee's a good way to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why hot. are we sponsored by Starbucks? Why isn't Starbucks the biggest gaming it's brand? Too hot. There is? You know, it's too hot. 
You gotta cool down. What do you mean it's too hot? When you're gaming, you gotta cool down because you're so worked up. Iced coffee, Jesse. It's a thing that exists. Iced coffee's too classy for gaming nerds. Are you kidding me? We need drinks named Monster and Viper. Viper. And uh, Eye Injection. Whatever. (laughs) You know. You scripted the trailer for Battlefield Hardline, clearly. I think you're like, chuck some explosions on that bitch, and you were good to go. What can I say? Let's start with Hardline, shall we? Because we were talking a little bit about this. That sounds like a good way to go, because we were talking about this before the show. And Jesse, I know you're big into Battlefield, and we've all played Hardline to some degree. I probably played the least out of the three of us. But I did load it up this morning. I loaded into the single-player campaign. The first song was The Sound of the Police. I was like, yay! That's a fun (laughs) song. And then immediately was confronted by the largest pistol gun model in the history of mankind and uh, the inability to change the field of view and suddenly started feeling sick. Mm. So that was fun. Uh, So Mm. I played about five minutes of the campaign and then decided it probably wasn't a good idea and went into the multiplayer. The first thing that I jump into was a 64-player hardcore conquest which so battlefield battlefield exactly literally battlefield but with some Mm -hmm. weird vehicles i heard uh, they they have all of the standard barks and things like watch out for that suv with the weapon i turn around there's an suv with a fucking minigun attached to the top of the roof driving around with police lights i'm like you know this doesn't seem like the cops and robbers experience that i was looking for i think this is this is a little silly don't you (laughs) uh (laughs) I'm not going to make any uh, political statements about how that may, in fact, be a commentary on the over-militarization of the police (laughs) in the United States. I find it unlikely that it is, because if anything, it glorifies it completely. Because let's be honest, like, if you were to make a video game that was trying to comment on how bad militarization the police is, you probably wouldn't mount miniguns to the top of an SUV and drive it around with the Ripper in the background on the radio. Uh, that's... Pretty good point. Let's be clear, that's all I did while playing this. I have an entire video paid for by EA where it's 15 minutes of me driving around murdering people to the song The Ripper as (laughs) Trendor and I gun people down (laughs) as police officers just being like, yeah! Like... It's a, it's a silly, stupid game. I think if anyone takes it's it too seriously, they're... It's a very dumb game. Yeah. It... Okay, so I think that some of the game modes are not silly and stupid. Conquest was, like, my least favorite because it was boring and ridiculous, and mm-hmm. the it's points the old, were all really close old. together. Well, yeah, uh, but I really liked the hostage mode, which I think is called Rescue, which okay. is, uh, I think it's 5v5, if I remember. All right. So you have to, like, go into a building. Uh, if you're the cops, you have to rescue some hostages from... The criminals and you know there's a lot of tactics there and you have a really small team so i think it's going to be really good for co-op stuff and the other one i liked was vip uh which is not called vip it's called crosshair where one person is a vip and everyone has to try and save them and the criminals have to try and kill them and both of those are really really tactical because they're small teams and small maps and while it just feels entirely like counter-strike it doesn't feel ridiculous or boring yeah. like conquest kind of did you know that's interesting because i've never considered battlefield to be like a particularly good small form game i've almost kind of ignored the team deathmatch stuff but that stuff actually sounds like i'd probably dig it like the a yeah. 5v5 vip and hostage rescue sort of stuff not only does it fit better with the theme whereas the other stuff is ridiculous like i was running around a conquest and they're like they've taken a piece of police territory police territory what what i mean it- well, to be clear you know one of them's out in the desert clearly a bunch of meth labs well one of them is literally a meth lab that you can capture i'm just saying it's police territory they gotta they gotta claim it 
For the cops, don't question it. Just go with it. And it's just just like extend the bloody money mode. Everywhere. You have to go and get oh. money, and the police also are trying to get the money. Like, I played as a criminal the first time I played that. You're trying to get a bunch of cash and yeah. get more cash than the cops. I'm like, why the hell are the cops going in one by one and stealing this cash and putting it in a vault? This does not make any sense It's whatsoever. a commentary on the but corruption of the system. We are video games in very I smart. I think it's actually just lazy, but, you know, Yes, I'm going to go whatever. with that instead. But, you know, the modes that I did do like in uh, Battlefield Hardline multiplayer, I think uh, the only problem is that they aren't original at all. Like, that, you know, that they, is true, You can yeah. find them in other games. They're perfectly well done and mechanically enjoyable, but they're not unique. It's not a selling point. Yeah. But you I played mean, the single player, right? I haven't played that. I played a little bit of it. Like, it, it started off kind of interesting because the first scene is you, you open a door and you're like, you basically arrest a bunch of people and then there's a firefight goes down. They're, they're trying to play it off as a crime drama. And yeah, have you I've seen heard, the commercials? Where they're yeah. like, it's the next crime drama. I was like, no, no. Well, they do some cool stuff. Like when you quit out of it, it's like next time on the hard line and actually like gives you a little uh, cool. super cut of some of the cut scenes, cool. which is from a presentation standpoint, quite interesting. But what I've been hearing from a lot of people is that they actually try to do stealth in the campaign quite a bit. And it actually plays more like Far Cry 4 than it plays like anything else. Yeah, I Fuck like the sound you. of that. Fuck it, that. Oh, that sounds You're wrong. good to me. Sounds You're different. totally wrong. How am I wrong? <laughs> Never Jesse, been more wrong. You're both How am I wrong? wrong? Oh, and liking stealth? Get out of get out of life. Liking so, what? Come on. Yeah. Versus the previous Battlefield campaigns, they they were just awful. Like there was nothing to like about. I liked uh, Bad Company 2's uh, campaign. Forced, that, forced stealth is the good. worst kind of stealth. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Okay, I don't know sure. if it, I don't know how forced the stealth is, but uh, yeah, we just are, mentioned like, stealth, and you're like, oh god, get it no, off no, no, me. No, no, that no, doesn't no, mean well, instant failure like state, far Jesse. Cry, like far well, if it's Far Cry stealth, then it means it's a failure state. So that's like, does, yeah. you've had all these guns the entire game, but now you're in a cavern and you could only use your knife. But oops, you can't use your knife anymore. Go fuck yourself. Get out of town. <laughs> I hate that so much. You know, I don't remember that happening, worst. but... <laughs> oh, I guess there is that's... a bit in Far Cry 4 that does it. He's been Let's Playing the whole damn thing, so he probably got further than I. I mean, I, I played like so 10, much. 12 hours of Far Cry 4 and felt I'd had my fill of it, frankly. And... To be honest, I really didn't like it. I really liked Far Cry 3, but Far Cry 4 I just couldn't get into. I think it just felt like the same thing, but with less substance. Yeah, but even, I mean, it really was. Far Cry 3 had the, had the moments where like you had to go into the cave in the underwater cavern thing and do like, you could only use your knife because if they fought you, you're going to die. Uh... What?! I've been shooting up this entire island for a month. And like, this is what's going <laughs> to... Yeah, this they is probably the one know you're there. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's, it's force, very... Force it, stealth kills me. It drives me nuts. Yeah, I get that. It depends on the game. Like, the, I, I like stealth where you have a chance to react, or if you fail, it makes it very, very difficult. I mean, even Far Cry 4 had some of that. Like, when you did the hostage rescue modes, if you fucked up, you had a, a second or two to take the guys out before they stabbed and killed the, uh, the dudes. You know, that's so you my were... impression of what hardline is like, and that you there are some linear stealth parts where you have to try and break out of a building without people finding you. But mm -hmm. then, if you fuck up when you get outside, you have the option. Yeah, to just to kill go them loud, all. which which sounds yeah. totally reasonable. I mean, the, it's kind of sad because I was looking forward a bit to this campaign. The field of view thing has fucked me up completely. Uh, I'll see if there's an INI hack that can fix it. But you know how mm -hmm. the cinematic games get. They're like, oh, if you see anything outside of the precise camera angle that we want you to see, then s things are going to go horribly mm -hmm. wrong. 
You know, and it's like, well, you know what? I played Metro Last Light cover to cover like that, and I was totally fine with it. Oh no, I saw something outside of your artistic vision. But the game didn't make me vomit after 15 minutes. So there's that. <laughs> That's a plus side. And frankly, <laughs> I'll still tell you that Metro Last Light is a one of the best single-player FPS in the last five fucking years. So, mm-hmm. you know, you might want to consider playing it. Uh, but and I, I think I think I'll do what you suggested, which is try the try those smaller game modes. Which is again something yeah, I've never I really, really considered. Like but I think the question well, because it's battlefield, yeah, it, like it's goes battlefield. against everything you know. But they yeah. do them well. But I mean, I, I still sometimes play 1942 in Vietnam, and I'm perfectly happy with those. I don't need a new battlefield like, for deathmatch, right, aren't they? Like they're, those games, are they're great. so good. 1942 was the first game I ever played online, and it was just you know good times. Yeah, it's uh, the. If you were to, let's say you had to sell Hardline based on those two modes, and someone said to you, why should I play Hardline over CSGO, would you actually have, like, a good reason? No. 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 I'd be like, uh, something slightly different, maybe? It looks, it looks newer. It has the music. It... It's got dubstep, so if you're into that, then, right? You know. That's thank fuck for that. Uh, hell or you can just yeah. put the Ripper on repeat and listen to that. Over I would recommend and just over. doing that. Yeah, that's just and so just much... scream the Rippers and run people over. Much better it idea. Is perfect. That song that uh, that says the sound of the police. Like I don't actually mm-hmm. know the song, but that when I was playing it last week was just constantly playing just that one song. Because it's fantastic. And I, you know, by the end, kind of wanted to kill myself, but uh, I, I mean, I liked so it the first time. Your... Is your friend just you know, press G? Get off that song. You know, it does sound like a bad time to be releasing a new FPS. CS:GO is blowing up right yeah, now. Yeah, they had what over one on? million concurrent viewers for the Katowice esports finals, which was, I believe, Fnatic versus Ninjas in Pajamas. That is huge. I mean, that's bigger than COD when it comes to esports. Like, they are the biggest FPS esport now, and people are buying the game based on watching that. And they continue to get like higher and higher concurrent rates on player base. I mean, if I'm I not even on... remotely surprised by that. Yeah. If I look on Steam charts right sense. now, there are currently 463,000 concurrent players, second only to Dota 2. Like the the next big game on that list is Team Fortress at 60k on Steam. That Counter Strike almost has 10 times as many players on right now. The peak players for Counter Strike, I think, was 600,000 concurrent. That, uh, it's blowing up in a big way. It, and it's weird because let's be honest, like it is a better game, I'd say, than certainly CS Source. But it's still the same game. Like we're still, we're still playing the same game modes. We're still playing the same maps with the same guns that we've been playing for literally over a decade and people still care. And then you have companies like EA trying to release a new Battlefield every year and people like, meh, don't care. Well, Why can't it we works just have for Activision 42? somehow. I mean, I'll give Activision credit. With this time around, you know, that I think Advanced Warfare is the best thing they've done in a long time. Like, I really do. I, I think that the exoskeleton jump mode is fantastic. I love it's the mobility. Different. I love how fast it is now. I, I you know, they, they did some changes to the loadouts that I really liked, although they still do a lot of the same bullshit with the loadouts. It's like, oh, you want this particular site? Better get this gun to level nine then for no arbitrary reason at all. But Counter-Strike is still like kind of the peak of fps and it's strange like because really they didn't change anything meaningful they added some stuff but it's still counter-strike it's still the same counter-strike that it was 10 years ago i would think it's because it's so competitive you know and counter-strike 10 years ago was still really competitive Mm -hmm. and 
people love that. But the only thing that surprises me is that now there are so many other games that have modes like Counter-Strike, like Battlefield Hardline, for example, that sure. it's surprising that Counter-Strike is still the leading one. But I would guess that that is from people who have played it for a decade and are still just sticking to it out of loyalty or something. You know, I've noticed that a lot of new people are getting into it. A lot of the guys that used to play StarCraft and they would do so competitively also play CSGO and they've got into it kind of quite recently. And it's interesting to watch because, I mean, I was playing Counter-Strike when I was like 18 and at the time it felt obviously like a brand new thing. And now people are just getting into Counter-Strike now. It's almost a generation gap, almost, at this point. Mm. It's so strange to, so strange to see. It's cool, don't get me Starcraft wrong. Starcraft to Counter-Strike is a weird thing, though. You're like, well, I've just mm. been playing some Starcraft. Guess I might try out Counter-Strike. How does that happen? That's an illogical leap, isn't it? Like, a... I, I always find it weird, the Starcraft guys that try and play the team-based stuff, because obviously Starcraft isn't in any way. No. But the thing is, there's no other competitive 1v1 game right now that you can really play, uh, unless you're playing fighting games. Mm. You know, it's all fighting yeah. games or Starcraft. Everything else is a team game now in esports. Yeah, that's true. Mm. But our conclusions on Hardline, so far anyway, like, I'm just finding difficulty even justifying its existence, honestly. Like, it it really... <laughs> so brutal. It is a bit, but, like, <laughs> I, I don't know, it's so harsh to say it to Vistos. Like, you've been working on this game for two years, but it's the same thing I said when he brought the first beta out. It's like, why do you exist? Like, what... You, this is the direction you went mm. in. You know, I know you're trying to keep up with Call of Duty and the annual releases, but COD decided to take a formula and really shake it up a little bit. And now, by the looks of it, they're probably going back to World War II, which is probably a good idea. Like, maybe people actually want a new World War II game now. But with Hardline, it's like, maybe. well, we're going to... We have always been a military shooter, and now we're going to give you kind of civilian-level, law enforcement-level weaponry and expect you to enjoy it just as much when we put you in the same game modes. But you I can see, like, it. you can see what I'm sure their vision for it was, like, what they wanted to achieve, like, how they wanted it to be, like, like you said, take it off the battlefield, make it more cops versus robbers. You can see the mode, some of them are there. It's just, like, it's one of those things that I'm sure on paper looked brilliant, but functionally in a game, it's just, they were given the assets from Battlefield 4 and were like, go, go forth and create this thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's possible. Like with what they were doing, like what payday. they have. Yeah, no. yeah, uh, you know, it's missing uh, a lot. You have to really redesign the whole thing from the ground up because, I mean, if you look at the way Payday works, Payday is not a competitive shooter. Payday is a co-op game, and Payday has robust stealth options. Payday has a lot of different ways to get things done. It's very objective focused. And when you are killing stuff, it's basically a wave-based co-op shooter. It essentially becomes killing floor at that point with cops. And it's just a different experience. Now, if you take Battlefield and try and translate it to a law enforcement thing, you got to think, well, what games have done law enforcement really, really well? SWAT is probably the best example. The SWAT games. And what mm -hmm. was SWAT all about? You weren't supposed to kill people in SWAT. If possible, mm -hmm. you beanbag them, or you tase them, or you mace them, you hit them in the back of the head with a baton, and it was all tactical. It was more like Rainbow Six than anything else. But they took the formula of what is a military all-out explosion fest and tried to turn it into cops and robbers and it just doesn't work because really i don't see cops and robbers i see paramilitaries and again unless we want to get back into the political commentary that's probably not what you were looking to do you've just i these feel are like just it's, two it's like a boys. childish cops and robbers like i I, yeah. I think that the inspiration for it was those old cop shows and that they actually wanted to have that cops and robbers experience 
But with Battlefield, they also wanted to market it to people who like explosions and dubstep. And mm -hmm. so it met in the middle with no mm -hmm. obvious direction. Yes. Is I, what I think has happened here. That's a really good summation of it, in my opinion. That's the, that really is what it feels like. They didn't go anywhere near far enough to make it yeah. the, the kind of police drama experience. Because yeah. the, Battlefield is the antithesis of that. Battlefield is a game where you crash tanks into other tanks. That's not a, <laughs> that's not a police drama. That's silly. You know what it is? It's it's they 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 wanted to create Law and Order and came out with Bad Boys. Like it's it, that I mean that's that's the it's that yeah. level of like we drove a car onto a boat kind of level of like drama. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it's Bad Boys. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I would like to play more of the single player though, so uh, I think um, I'll reserve my opinion on that. But mm -hmm. again, I'm enjoying the multiplayer, but I w would agree that I don't think that it's it it's it's not enough. It's not, yeah. they haven't committed to it enough. I think I could reinstall Battlefield 4 and I'd probably have a better experience. Like it, with Battlefield, it's actually a safe bet to play the last one because usually they fixed it by the time the next one comes out. So you get like whatever the four DLC packs are and then you get to play Battlefield 4. So I think my next move is reinstall Battlefield 4 and play all the DLC that I haven't played Dude, yet. The, the, some of the DLC for Battlefield 4 is really fun. Like some of those maps are a lot of, they've, they've changed a lot, but you know. There's a hover tank on one of them, right? For some reason. <laughs> For some reason. Don't question it. No, I will not. I, funnily enough, I want to go back to Battlefield. There was a... What was the name of the expansion for Battlefield 3 where it had a kind of a scavenger mode where you had barely any weapons and there was an earthquake and you were just scavenging for, for weapons and crossbows and shit to fight people? Uh, I can't remember the name of the DLC for Battlefield 3 that did that, but I, I want to play that again. That was fun. That was really interesting. I can't remember what it was called, so it was evidently not that good, but... Oh, well, never mind. I also played a game on the police theme called LA Cops. We talked I about saw this that. last... Oh, yeah. I just put the video out for it. Oh, oh, oh. So... <laughs> Why was so you... you really liked it. Yeah, it was... Oh, yeah, the, the name of the DLC was Aftermath, by the way. Uh, yeah, so... Oh, right. It, it tries to be Hotline Miami so fucking badly, and it just fails. Mm. It, it has an interesting idea where you go in with a partner and it's like, it's a 70s cop show, except everyone's just murdering each other. So you go in there with a partner and the partner's supposed to like cover you and things like that. The problem is you have barely any way for your partner to actually move around. You have two buttons. You switch between the partner with R and if you press C, it'll kind of go to where your cursor is pointing. And I say kind of because they'll then stand still in whatever damn direction they damn well please and cover that. You can't tell them which direction to stand in. So often I'll send them to a door and then they'll turn around and face the fucking wall. So I was like, this mm. is, it's, it's herding cats. It really is. It's not, you don't have an AI partner. You have this idiot that you're trying best not to get shot. And that's the game in a nutshell. And every single level is really badly designed in such a way that your your partner is a liability more so than anything else. He, what can literally mm. happen is a guy can wander in front of his like field of view and he just won't shoot them. Like he just won't do it. And then he, and then the AI immediately turns around and instantly snipes him in the head. Uh, it, so ten out of ten game of the year. Yeah, wasted opportunity is that yeah. one. Like it could have been great. Like mm. I would have loved to see like a kind of again a SWAT style game. You know, have more controls, have multiple partners, have everyone like, it's like, oh, I position this guy here, position this guy here, then go. I think I should probably go play Door Kickers instead, which is a much, much better game than that. 
So no, let's uh, let's not play LA Cops. It's a silly thing. Uh, <laughs> it sounds bad. I don't know why you decided to play something called LA Cops. I just like what, the idea. What did you expect? I I hoped something, but I, I I like the art mm. style. Like I looked at the trailer. The art style uses a very um, uses flat shading, and I I always liked that art style. I was since I played Flashback uh, on the Amiga a long time ago. I thought, yeah, it's a cool art style. But the game is just not. It's not very good. Like can I it, can I. Mm. Can I make a, a you quick observation about uh, game names? Uh, LA Cops, agreed. By the, by the If you're naming your game LA Cops, I feel like you already have a problem. Um, going through the green light and going through games that are coming out soon, uh, a lot of the names are like Energy, Intrinsic, Destiny, Destiny. Beyond. Well, you know what I mean. One like of these Destiny things is exists, not like but the like, But like <laughs> Beyond... And like, mm-hmm. if I if I can't Google your game, and even putting in your name plus game, we have like I already assume it's gonna suck. Like I already we have, we've had this like- problem the last few weeks when we've been doing the releases at the end of the show. It'll come with some like enemy. I'm like enemy. You can't call your game that. Like no yes. one knows what that means. It's and it, what and kind I, of enemy? Yes, yeah, can you be I more think, specific? <laughs> I think the inclusion of destiny, in fact, proves my point. That if you oh, have a name it. like that, your game will be shit. So I'm just oh, gonna say, ho, ho, ho. I'm just gonna put it out. Don't there. you dare mock the BAFTA game of the year. So oh my I, god! Did the you watch the BAFTA awards, Jesse? Holy crap! I'm like right near where Res was, so like everyone was like, I got to I got to speak for about 15 seconds in that entire thing. They they got uh, four YouTubers to record all of the game of the year nominations, and they asked us to give f- tell us about this game in 45 seconds and explain why it's good. And I emailed them back and said, look, I can probably do the rest of them, but for Destiny, I can't think of 45 seconds worth of things that are good. I can't explain. Like I have nothing good to say about the game. Ever. I think never the be... mechanics are good, just nothing else. Yes, it the, sounds it, like mechanically it's a... is a good game. Yeah, it, there's a Done. good basis for a video game there. Like it's mm-hmm. it's a game that has good shooting, which would be yes, great. Yes, the, the shooting rest... is good. Yes, just say that for forty five seconds. I I could have just repeated that and they wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, but the mm-hmm. the editing on it was a bit weird. But I mean, it was cool to be a part of the the BAFTA awards because obviously the BAFTAs are a that big deal cool. in the UK. Um, and it was also cool to be mocked by the host who said that I get confused if I don't talk about FOV sliders in for 45 minutes. So like, thank you, host. You did your research Some, somewhat. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Rufus, I believe, was his name. He's actually quite funny. Uh, but it was a little bit weird to have him say the words Total Biscuit. That I need to think about changing my name. This is getting to the point where I'm starting to end up on TV now. You're welcome. And I'm looking You're very welcome. silly. But... Join me. Join me in the not wacky side of the internet. Indeed, yes. <laughs> Join uh, me. And it's, it's like I introduced myself by my real name wacky. instead of that. And then he insisted on calling me by my YouTube name. Like, fuck. I wanted to be <laughs> taken seriously on UK national television. Apparently, I don't get to do that now. Nope. Mr. Rufus Hound. He is, uh, Just a complete biscuit. Yep. Complete and total biscuit. What a, what a twat. <laughs> some cookie. Some, some cookie. <laughs> was, that was the bad Chinese translation of that press yes. release, wasn't it? They translated my name into some cookie. Some That's cookie. Like, some cookie. Lovely, lovely. <laughs> so what else have we been playing this week? Uh, Alana, tell us what you've been uh, up to outside of Hardline. Uh, I've actually been playing Dying Light. Um, ah, yes. Marathoning it. Uh, you know, have mixed opinions. I think that the game takes itself way too seriously, it which does. is slightly off-putting. And probably my biggest problem with it is that they're like, oh no, serious issues, and there's all this political bullshit, and I don't, I, I just don't think it does it very well. But um, 
I'm enjoying it for the most part, despite uh, getting to a point at the moment where I'm finding it kind of repetitive. There was one mission recently that I quite liked where we were in a school and had to go down some levels and find some stuff. And there were actual people in there and the people are like really, really tough. Whereas there were zombies in there as well and some big guys. Like it was really intense. But that I think is like when I finish the game, I feel like that will be the one thing that I will remember because everything before that is a bit of a blur. And the whole thing is a fetch quest. So there's that too. Yes, the entire game is a gigantic fetch quest. And the point yeah. that you were making about it being too serious is a problem that Techland has consistently had with Dead Island as well. It's like, oh, well, everything's really serious. Wait a minute, I can craft a baseball bat that's electrified and sets Wait. people on fire. Uh, Dead Island wasn't meant to be funny? Uh, it was not. Uh, but did you hear those Australian accents? Because that was... I, I imagine that was hilarious. Comedically uh, excellent. Yes. Crikey. But they, they do it's not. It's like they hired me to do it. Yeah, they, oh, it was okay. that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but they, 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 Techland has this problem. Like they, they make stupid games. Like, and they're making another stupid game right now. It's called Hell Raid. It's going to be fucking hilarious. It literally is about hitting skeletons one. with a giant sword in first person. And they person. explode. And they explode. They explode. And they're probably going to try. They're going to give it a really dramatic storyline. Probably with a diverse mm -hmm. cast of characters from all of. It's like mm -hmm. no, it's a game about hitting skeletons with a giant sword. Just, yeah. just be, be what you are. You know. I, I'd say yeah, the same absolutely. thing with Dying Light as well. Make it comedic. It's it was frustrating. The... Like I, wa I wanted at least one funny character, and none of the characters were even likable because they're all so goddamn overdramatic and whingy. And they're like every character is cloud from yeah. Final Fantasy VII. All just, of them, just know. like Dead Rising Three. Like Dead Rising Three had exactly the same fucking problem. Dead Rising One and Two realized how stupid I loved they Dead were. Dead Rising One. I Rising loved... One was excellent. I, I played more of that game on my Xbox than any other game. Like it was. It was so unique at the time because it was really mm. a game about failing. Like you consistently lost and then you start at the end. This time you get a bit further in the main quest and you catch this side character that you didn't get last time. You know, there's a, there's a lot of uh, progress to be had there. And, mm. But it still realized how stupid it was. And it had yeah. a sense of absurdity. Dead Rising 3 doesn't realize how dumb it is. And yet it's the dumbest of the series yet. So I just on all the weapons like I played like a little bit of it on all the weapons just absolutely ridiculous yes. in that I thought that was part of the humor. They went completely overkill with it this time. Like I I don't know if I agree with them doing that because in Dead Rising One I like the idea that everything felt Im felt improvised. Like oh absolutely. shit. Uh, grab pick a bench. It up and you're like, oh, I can use this. Yeah, cool. I need this because I've run out of weapons. Grab a bench. And eventually you get a good set of weapons, but they were still like within oh, the mini bounds. Chainsaws. Of, yeah. oh, mini chainsaws. Yeah, mini chainsaws. Overpowered mini chainsaws, yeah. And then you get all the books so get that all, they last yeah. forever. That was. Oh, yeah. ultimate weapon in that game yeah and you get like you know, the battle axes and stuff like it, but it was still mm. stuff that you'd find in a shopping mall maybe you know and now it's like with dead <laughs> rising with dead rising 3 it's like these are literally jet powered boxing gloves with spears in them you know and yeah. some people find that hilarious and then other people are like i think you may have gone a little bit over the top you know so i feel like it would have been good if the game itself or the story or the characters or whatever are equally ridiculous but but yeah. come to think of it like dead rising 2 is kind of serious as well like it is a bit. you have Chuck your is daughter and you have to help character. her all the time and yeah yeah frank west was great and it's weird because they went they went in the complete wrong direction like you'd think the photojournalist might be a bit serious but no he's flippant about everything i mean he's, he's actually a real piece of shit like that i actually like the fact that the protagonist was not that likable you know, I just loved was... all the stuff he said when he was taking photos. Like, good, Ooh, excellent. Yeah. 
It's oh, like when he takes yeah. a zombie upskirt. It's like, this guy is yeah. slime. What was but, it called? It wasn't called sexual. It had like a, a name for any kind of dirty photo you took and you got more points for it. It Was it, was it literally <sighs> just erotic, I think they called it? It was erotic. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it came up in like pink or purple yeah, text or something. Yeah, it came up pink. Which... And he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was just like... Oh, Frank West, you hard-hitting journalist. Yeah, he's he, he's 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 covered wars, you know. You know, But he was... He, sad, had, uh, he was... As you said that, everyone in chat wrote that too. He's, yeah, he's covered wars. I, that's, but it, but that's a memorable character, right? Because he's a he's an absolute piece of shit. And then Chuck is likable mm. because he's helping out. You know, he's trying to help out his daughter and everybody. Yeah, but, but I like, feel like Chuck is just like a character. You know, he's yes. like a Ubisoft character where he's he doesn't vanilla. really have a character. He's just a dude. You know, very vanilla. And then mm. and then you've got this the and the, oh the Dead Rising three protagonist. Holy shit! What a whiny baby! You literally have an arsenal of God in your hands. You can craft. A hammer that is basically Thor's hammer. You can smash down on the ground and then 30 zombies explode in electrical fire. You can do this and you're like, oh, zombies. Oh, no, not zombies. You can make a tank. You can build a tank. <laughs> I don't I, understand. Yeah, I have nothing to say to this. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> What's that term? Ludo narrative dissonance that people use? Like, that is one of the. That is one of the biggest games where that actually fucking applies. Because the character doesn't, like, character's reactions don't match in any way to what's going on. They should have done what they tried to do with... Uh, uh, what's that crappy game that came out that everyone was hyped about but then didn't like and no one played? Where you, the, energy, the energy drinks made people into monsters and you got to rail around. Sunset, sunset, sunset Overdrive. Yeah, you know, that shitty game. It should have been like that. It should have, that, that game was ridiculous pretty, through and through. Yeah, yes. it was consistent. Well, it broke yeah, the fourth wall. Actually, like it kind of it? felt like Dead Rising 3, come to think of it. Like, it, you know, it basically mm. was, except without the ridiculous weapon crafting. Instead, you yeah, had, well, no, there was really ridiculous, overcomplicated weapon crafting. That was also a thing, mm -hmm. just different. But yeah. it basically was Dead Rising 3. Yeah. yeah. I, I will, will agree <laughs> with you on that. It was a better Dead Rising 3 than Dead Rising 3 was. But, uh, yeah. All right. But, I mean, but, yeah, I agree with you on Dying Light. It's not... It's it's a pretty good game. Like it's one of the best game. I uh, actually it's not the best game Techlands made because they made Dead Right. Uh, they made uh, Call of War as Gunslinger, which was absolutely fucking phenomenal. Did but they? They did. Such a, oh, I had no idea. That's like, so different. Yes, uh, they made the Call of War as series, happen? and I'm not really. And now sure. they're just like zombies. Everything's zombies. Uh, zombies. Always that's and cause, forever. That's because everyone's like everything. I'm done. I'm done with zombies. No, it's it's because done. it's original. You know, Techland just they're really original. So they're like, you know what? Let's we're changing our vision, and we're gonna we're just gonna have a lot more zombies. And it's I really respect them for that. To yeah? see Techland get to this kind of AAA level, because for the longest time, Techland and well, actually, until fairly recently, were making some pretty schlocky stuff. Like they they made Chrome in two thousand and three, which was like yeah. a fairly poor FPS. And then they made a bunch of stuff that people didn't even hear, like GTI Racing, Expand Rally Extreme, Crazy Soccer Mundial. And then they released Call of Warriors <laughs> in two thousand and six, which was actually a pretty good shooter. And then they made a bunch of other crap. And then they made Call of Warriors Bad and Blood, which is again good. Then they made a bunch of other crap. And then they started on it was Dead, Dead Island. Island. Right? Yeah. yeah, it was Dead, Dead Island, Island that made them popular, and it's probably just because it was the idea of an open world zombie game. Yeah, people much. Were like, whoa, yes, give me zombies. Yeah, because outside really of get the obsession outside of Dead Rising, Rising, there weren't actually that many games that did that at that time, were there? I mean, and it was also like yeah. it was a first person looter as well. I know it was came out around the time of Borderlands, so people were kind of digging the idea of first person loot. But it's weird mm -hmm. to see them become a sort of a triple A developer with Dying Light. 
because the rest mm. of their stuff outside of Colorado's Gunslinger, which is one of the best shooters again I've played in the last five years, is very kind of be real you know it's like we have no original ideas in our body sort of thing and to be fair in I dying mean, light this still even don't. dead island kind of felt like that i feel like dying light actually does feel triple a like it's also the least yeah, buggy does. Techland game that i played you know you don't get stuck in shit constantly like i did in dead island one yeah so it actually does feel triple a also you know in that it takes itself way too seriously yeah <laughs> That, that maybe a... they should like call of juarez was such a great like narrative i can't believe that they have screwed up everything since god i love the way call of juarez gunslinger told its story especially yeah it was incredible I, I love the narration where he's he misremembers things and you get to play the same scene yeah. and something different happens like no and actually that happens. wasn't what happened at all no 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 and, and, and he exactly that was really you cool. don't even know what's real because he's the one telling the story so like half yeah, the shit he, he, does, he probably <laughs> never did he was bullshit yeah it's great. It was, it was, it was, it was really, really good. And, and it was a I just don't know how they game. go from that. It was, that great. was it really? Yeah, it was a $15 game. In Australia, it was probably oh, $349.99. That but sounds about right. Probably a thousand-ish. So. I would say so, you know. You know. Um, and you get, a, Thanks, you get a free, dangerous, Obama. lethal spider with it. Which is great. <laughs> so many people that I meet in America are like, so how are you alive? Don't you just... Yeah, I mean, how, how do Australians live exactly? Because you're consistently assailed by wild beasts all the time. It's not, you know, it's not really strong. a thing. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, we all have superpowers, so... Super strengths. You're Suck on that, America. Radioactive. Yeah, that's why we don't mess with you. We will bomb anyone but, but Australia. We will not even... That's Mad Max. We've seen all three of those movies. That shit's crazy. We know what happens. <laughs> You to guys have wonder Earths, Would you want to give radiation to already dangerous giant beasties? Like, really? Yeah. No, we would mm. not even That's also, I mean, yeah, go over there. I mean, yeah. the only thing that I really see often is huntsman spiders, which are really big, you know, like that big-ish. Yeah, oh, and, that's uh, but they're, they're not poisonous, right? They're still terrifying, but they just hang out in your house and, like, eat all the other bugs. So yeah. some people just kind of leave them Spider there. Yeah. I'm not really comfortable with that because they're terrifying. But, uh, you know, that's the most common one, and they can't hurt you, so... I usually just throw my cat at the spiders, <laughs> and uh, he sorts it out. Yes. That cat you is know, now also has superpowers, having been beaten by a radioactive spider, you know. Yeah. Oh, my. You know, Australia. <laughs> Australia! <laughs> a, a, a safe yeah. place. I do find it very comforting being in America now and in California and I haven't seen a single spider since I've been here and the best thing is like not being afraid of having a spider on my, under my bed at all times like I feel like back home every time I go to sleep I'm like what if there's a spider in this room I could die but here yeah, I'm like you know what I'm probably like 90% not going to die yeah I mean really all you've got to have Francisco has a gun, are dangerous homeless people and rad scorpions you know and no one likes That's rad way scorpions wait what? what oh you what? didn't know about the rad scorpions is that they didn't tell you about that what Huh. No. Oh, that's unfortunate. I feel like that's, yeah, that's talking sad. about a fallout. I feel like that's right the kind now, of thing they, they should warn you about before you move in there. Oh, oh boy. Is this like yeah. our equivalent of drop bears? I uh, exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you I heard see. about the death claws as well. You know, they got loads of those. Yeah, it was Absolutely. like this. Is, this sounds like fallout right now. Mm -hmm. Yes, it does. Uh, anything else that you've been playing this week? Uh, what else have I been playing? I mean, I've been playing Battlefield Hardline. Oh, yeah, I got the Order 1886 and started it, but haven't played much more than How have the first you not finished minutes. that yet? I know, yeah. Oh, you played the first also, 15 minutes, so you're about halfway through, oh, okay. Strange. 
Yeah, yeah, about, you know, 90% done. Uh, but also played Life is Strange again and made different choices and it didn't really make any difference at all. But I also, that Do you think that's going to be a problem later on? Or, I mean, will they? do you think they're going to resolve any of those? Or is it really going to be a telltale situation where nothing really matters? I, I don't know. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know, but I don't know if I'll be able to get through them if the dialogue is equally as shitty in all of the future episodes because it's, it's horrible, like... It's not the, good, is the, it? Uh, and the, the main character is just so whingy. Like, she's so insecure. And we're like, okay, I get it. You're trying to paint an insecure teenager. teenager That's cool. Yeah. But then she's just like every second phrase is like, I hope people don't judge me for this. And it just makes me hate her. <laughs> like, okay. just calm the fuck but down. Are, but like, then they will judge her for it in the future. But there's one part where you water a plant and it's like, this is going to have consequences. What? Yes. <laughs> I don't. That's the one thing I think that I, that, that I don't like about the game is it, it very much is like it constantly reminds you like choices, 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 choices. It's a choice that will change in the future. It's like I don't care. See, I just don't. I feel care. like it would be better if it didn't tell me that. But but my issue with it is that it is so it's obviously so limited in what actually does affect things. Like because it tells you you're like okay, so it's like these five things. That's it. Like everything else that you've done could have absolutely no impact on the story at all. Yeah, it, it was pretty though. It is. It's. I like the aesthetic. Certainly, it's. It's definitely a, a nice looking game. And I also like the focus on photography. I learned quite a bit about photography from that. Yeah. that I didn't know that was probably kind of kind of neat. But simultaneously, I feel like the dialogue, as you said, is is very very forced. Intolerable. Like, it it all it does feel like it's like we're desperately trying to recreate this high school experience. I'm like, are you? Maybe it's because I never went to American high school and was also never a high school girl, <laughs> but I do have some difficulty dealing with I can with tell this. you that is not no high school ever. No one ever talked like that in any high school in the United States. No. Ever. But ever. like even even beyond that, there's one part where it's it's like forced in every way where um, when she's like figuring out that she can rewind time, mm -hmm. there's like three separate instances where she's like, okay, if this works, then I'll know it's for real. And she says that so many times, and she's like, okay, it's definitely for real. And then she's like, wait, but maybe if I can but do this, then I can confirm it. <laughs> You're like, shut up. I get it. You can reverse time now. Congratulations. Stop whinging at me. I just, ah, uh, ah, uh, I was so angry playing it. I was like, this game looks really fun. Let's, let's check it out. Nice environment. And then I just ended up getting really pissed off. But yeah, I'm hoping I, that they will fix anyone. that because it's episodic and they can do that. Yeah, have you played episode two? Uh, episode two's not out yet, is it? Is it out? No. I thought, I thought no, it's no. about to come out, right? No, they just it, it, oh, the episode two you're okay. thinking of is the Borderlands one. Which ah, is, yes, you know, I think of Tales of the Borderlands episode two. Yes, which I haven't got around to playing yet. I probably should. I I dug the first episode of that. It was sufficiently irreverent, and it wasn't boring like Borderlands generally is. So that was a plus. Yeah, I don't like Borderlands actually. Nope. But, uh, yeah, you know, most people disagree with me on that. I, mean, I, just don't, I don't I'm get it. I'm still trying to figure out why but, um, exactly people disagree with me on that. Because, like, it's... I, I could understand maybe after Borderlands 2, people's like, yeah, Borderlands is great. And then they released the pre-sequel, which was basically the same thing, only worse. And people are like, yeah, Borderlands is still great. Like, is it really, though? Like, it's a loot-sorting like simulator. It is, absolutely. And most people that I talk to tend to be like, yeah, but did you play it with friends? I'm like, well, if I have to play this game with friends to enjoy mm -hmm. it, then it could be any game. You can play any exactly. game with friends and enjoy it. it does, you can play Kane and Lynch, and it's excellent. Let's not go that far. And, well, I actually did have fun playing that drunk with a friend. I'm 
So Borderlands, I could too, but by myself, I was just horribly bored and didn't understand the point or why anyone liked it. Yes. Uh, I, I, mm. I, I don't know. I do feel like a, an outsider <laughs> going against Borderlands. Like, yeah, I know. Always it's like, like so... It's like foreign. Like, who are all these people and why do they like this game why so do much? They like I don't get again? it. It's. I, I just think that they're enamored by the idea of looting in first person. It's like, I was too. That's why I bought Hellgate London. And I regret that. And I also regret <laughs> Borderlands the pre-sequel. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I, I just, I want it. Yeah. I want Borderlands 3 to be better. But, like, I just don't think they will. I don't, I, I don't think they'll take the laundry list of complaints that people have with that game and actually change any of it. Like, I find the writing cringy. It was particularly bad this time around. They just forced it. It's like, God, can you shut up? Like, you are not as clever as you think you are. Please stop talking so I can get back to the questing. Let me <laughs> out the fucking door. Like, no, you must listen to my great jokes. I am a one-dimensional, stereotypical character. Let me tell you about how much of a lesbian I am. Here are my <laughs> jokes related to lesbians. Like, you are a cardboard cutout. <laughs> There's not a single well-rounded character in that goddamn franchise. It just doesn't you exist. You say cardboard cutout, and that literally makes me think of that South Park episode where Germany make that robot that makes really shitty jokes. Oh, I yes. know what it's called. Anthony Birch? <laughs> I don't, okay, I don't. that was mean. <laughs> oh god, but that, that, that's absolutely He's what not it sounded German. like. <laughs> <laughs> that was the insulting part. Oh dear. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, they just like open fire on a bunch of of uh, school children. So that's where that oh, goes. Well, that yeah, that got dark Park, quickly. You know? okay. It's a good show. Is that the uh, one where at the end they 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 uh, bury Tyler Perry to prevent Medea movies? Is, is that the one? Oh, I don't. Look. I feel like I would remember that if <laughs> I don't. They think make so. a, they make a joke, a, ro a robot that makes jokes and it tries to make the best joke ever. But in the end, they buried. Look, don't question it. It's South Park. In the Wait, end, okay, yeah, they that's have to it. bury that Medea right. in order to prevent Medea from creating more Medea. No, movies. that seems perfectly logical in the don't South Park question universe. It. Yeah, I don't know a single thing about Tyler Perry, and I feel like as a British man, it's my duty to continue to remain in that ignorance. I love Tyler Perry. I've seen every Medea movie, thank you very much. And I'll continue what, to watch what them. What is Medea? Uh, Medea is Tyler Perry dressed up as an old black grandma. You didn't ah. know that? Okay. And he runs and he runs around and goes, Hallelujah! And various other things. And he's like, I'm super street, yo. And it's wonderful. <laughs> it is... I oh don't my. think that's the same episode. No, honestly, honestly, what they are is like if you, besides being really silly and what I think are just generally bad movies, I, you know, I love awful movies. But what they are is they're like old passion plays, essentially, but for like an inner city audience. So they all have like very in your face morals and very like, you know, it's very easy to figure out where they're going. OK, like you were bad. So this is what happened to you. Right. And like the span of like 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, I think I can I can continue my life not knowing anything more about Tyler Perry's movies. Let's take a short break. When we come <laughs> back, we can not talk about Tyler Perry. We can talk more about the games or, we're playing this week. Yeah. You are watching the Co-optional Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-optional Podcast. That song was beautiful. The song what? you just played Yappy during feet. the break. Yappy yep. Feet is amazing. It's from uh, Jet Set Radio. <laughs> Such a good soundtrack, absolutely fine. Whatever it's from, that game was made better for it. It was. Like, to be fair, the soundtrack to Jet Set Radio was legendarily fucking great, so... 
You know, I never played Jet Set Radio Future, and I think I probably missed out on that. I, I never I played it either, that. actually. Yeah. I, I, I never uh, had an original Xbox, so I never really got the opportunity. I should probably buy an original Xbox. Because there's, like, Panzer Dragoon Auto on there that I want to play. There was Jet Set Radio Future. I'm trying to think if there's another Xbox game that's actually worth playing on the original that isn't stuff like Halo. The original Xbox? Man, uh, um, what was that? Jade Empire? That was a fun game. Ah, uh, that's on PC, though. You can play it on PC. Uh, all right, whatever. Fine. Fine. Hmm. All right, fair enough. Apparently, we're cutting out on you a little bit, Alana. Is that working properly for you now, or we had Skype issues during the break? She gone, dog. She gone. Boop. That is the face. I uh, look. I've seen yep. the, the face of women who have left me before. That is one of those. <laughs> that is one of those faces. Sad, but yep. un unemotional. That's, that's going to be a disconnection by the looks of it. Okay. Well, mm -hmm. we will. Uh, we will hopefully try and resolve that as soon as humanly possible. Uh, so in the meantime, Jesse, why don't you tell us about what you've been playing? Have you even had the chance to play? Do you, you went to Rezd, right? Or has Rezd actually happened yet? Uh, it did. I, I okay, so around, you went to Rezd. Um, Hello, yeah. you know. Hi. Sorry. Hello. Hello. <laughs> okay, cool. You're back. Excellent. So Let's back to original Xbox, right? Yes. You can play most uh, games, uh, original Xbox games on the 360 now anyway. You can do some, certainly. Uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day. That's an example of something that needs playing. I haven't played that. Crimson Skies. That's not on oh, Xbox, man. though. Yeah, because the sequel to Crimson Skies was on the original, wasn't it? Crimson Skies, like, I can't remember the name of the sequel, but that game was fantastic. Yeah, I need to buy an original Xbox. Or hopefully find the games that, as you said, work properly on the 360. Because I know some I think of a lot them of them do. do. Yeah, most of them like do. A... Yeah. Yeah. Xbox. But, um... Oh. You know, I was really young when that came out, but uh, like one of the first games that I played was Brute Force. Oh, I sort of kind of remember that one. Yeah, it was like a really macho alien game, but it was actually quite good. Um, you had like a team of people you could swap between and that's mostly what I remember. And I remember you like had to search for loot and they called it alien doodads. And for some reason, I really liked that. They called them alien doodads. Okay. Mm -hmm. I found that very, very amusing. But yeah, it was a, it was good i think was, oh there was also this yeah. game called midtown madness oh fuck which has yes, convinced midtown me madness. Yeah, that, that was, awesome. was great i'm convinced that i could navigate my way around paris because of that game like i'm like oh yeah i, I know what that okay so the is. first it's problem is just... trying to drive in paris trust me not a good idea uh -huh. but i'm i fuck well I don't, I don't know i played a bit of midtown madness so i think i'll be fine oh I'm, uh, you you go and enjoy the French drivers for a while and then come back and tell me how that went for you. My God, they're crazy, <laughs> evil people. That was, yeah, that game was actually made by Digital Anvil that ended up... Um, they had a bunch of staff behind things like Freelancer and all sorts of stuff like that. And they, they made a game called Conquest Frontiers, which was uh, pretty fun. Uh, yeah, that's it. I'll, I'll put that on the list of things to play on the original Xbox. I need to have a little bit of a, a weird retro session with the Xbox. I don't so just what else there was? I'm, Halo I'm, and Splinter Cell. Mostly that, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, really just a lot of Halo, else. really. Hmm. No, I don't like Halo. I never have. Oh, really? I do like Halo, but again, Controller. that's hypocritical because I only really like it uh, when I'm playing co-op. So that's, that's the fine. same as the Borderlands thing, where it doesn't quite really? count. Halo hmm. co-op. Right. Yeah, co-op's good. It splits, yeah. it's, it's split screen, so it's Absolutely. great. That's good. Yeah. I'll go with that. As long as you play it with someone who's efficient, I uh, played it with an ex-boyfriend who had mostly played Call of Duty, and it was terrible. He'd just, like, throw grenades at me and constantly. And I'd be like, he's an ex-boyfriend now. 
Exactly. Playing Gears of War was terrible. I'd be like, can you come pick me up? He was playing on casual and I was playing on, I think it's insane. And I'd be like, come pick me up or we will instantly fail this checkpoint. And he would be like, hang on, hang on. And then I'd get downed like 15 times in a row. You know, I'm glad he's an expert. He's really bad at co-op games. What was the whole? I have no idea. It's because he plays like a COD player. So he's like, hang on, let me kill all of these guys. So he's slow and dumb, basically. Bleeding out right now. Give me some. Ha- it was. It was just not good. It's not hopeless. good. Absolutely hopeless. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dear Lord, that, what a terrible relationship <laughs> problem that would be. Terrible I ca- relationship. I cannot imagine having a bad co-op partner as a, a oh, in, a in my relationship. That would be terrible. It was intolerable. I stopped playing games with him because I was like, you. He couldn't You're talk just... whilst playing games, and he was just bad at co-op. It was just not. It was just not good. Not worth it. And that's why he's an ex. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Jesse, you were at Resed <laughs> this week, yes? You were. You went to the UK for many reasons, amongst which was to uh, attend what used to be called the Eurogamer Expo and is now called Resed in the UK, which is yeah. the biggest trade show that the UK has. Actually, it's not really a trade show; it's more of a more of a consumer show. Yeah, um, like PAX and pretty much everything else this year, indies like crazy have been all over the place, and that's all this was. There were very few like there were a few big name things. Um, uh, uh, what is that? Bloodborne was there. People were yeah. geeking out over Did that. Did you get a chance to play that? Um, yeah, I think uh, I, I will. Oh man, I wish I could give you the exact tweet. Ollie Moss, one of my favorite artists on planet Earth, um, tweeted out exactly how I feel about it. He said that uh, someone said that it looked like a uh, Victorian era Ed Hardy. Like like an Ed Hardy, the Victorian design Ed Hardy game. Okay. It's pretty much what it looks like. It feels like it's just too. I don't even know. Like it sounds over terrible. the top. Yeah, it, it is a lot of fun, but it's just like too much. Like it feels like mm. too much, but I don't know. Maybe that's just. In what way? I, I, I just think the aesthetic. I think the like. It's over designed. Yeah, that's that's what I would say. I think I think if you're gonna simplify it, it's like it just feels like there's. For a long time, I would always give like Dark Souls and 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 that little bit little shit for like it kind of looks old ish. Like it doesn't look like you know as fancy as the graphics I would like. But this is just like too much. Like this is the opposite end. Like all right, we get it. So um, but not too jazzed. We only got Bloodborne then. We only got to play it for a little bit, so that's that's an initial reaction. I can't really tell you, you know, much more than the tiny bit I had to play. Right. Um, other than that, it was like a lot of uh, indie games, and I wish I could remember all their names, but it's been I've been on like zero sleep, so forgive me. Uh, various gaming companies. <laughs> there was one that was like um, old school Dungeon Keeper, where you have little impy guys and you sort of build your dungeon. For the while, yes, that's it. Yep, I found early access has been for a while. Mm-hmm. And the enemy, like the heroes, are building into your dungeon. You sort of fight. That was really fun. I thought it was quite good that game until immediately after I was um, <laughs> after I'd finished, a little girl who might have been maybe six sat down to play it and destroyed the demo. Like wow. just destroyed <laughs> it. And I was like, well, I feel inadequate as a man. <laughs> <laughs> It was horrifying. I looked over and she was like clicking away doing her thing. I was like, damn, that kid's got it figured out. Not me. I was like, hold on. So what did these guys do? 
And then devs are like, well, do you want to do the tutorial? I was like, no, I'll figure it out. Mm, this, sure little girl, this little girl sat down and was like, I was like, damn. Um, <laughs> I've been avoiding that game for a long time because, I, I mean, I backed it in a big way. And I want to play it because it's supposed to be the spiritual successor to Dungeon Keeper. And let's be honest, EA did not do a good job of that with the mobile game, yeah. which can go to hell along with everyone that developed it. But regardless... <laughs> War for the Overworld's like, hey, this looks like Dungeon Keeper 3. This will probably be good. And as a result, I just said, look, I am not going anywhere near the early access game. Let them finish the goddamn thing, and then I'll play it, and I will hopefully like it. That's yeah. my plan. Uh, did you notice anything in the current build that's, like, different to Dungeon Keeper? That's, I know because they added some, like, different creatures and traps, but are there any, like, significant mechanical differences between that and Dungeon Keeper? I mean, I... I'd be I'd be hard pressed to tell you. I only played the first level, so what I had access to was very limited. Like I had access to a few spells. I had access to three units, I think. I twirled my arm. Three units, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and only a few different buildings that I could like a few different areas I could add to my dungeon. My guys could pickaxe gold. Like I don't, I didn't really get to see much. Down Did you the encounter line. So the I cynical could... imp? There's a total biscuit imp in that game. I did not know. Nah. No, he I, I had he runs around. I had a bunch of little minions. I had skeleton soldiers and then some occultists, and that's literally all I had in my army on the first level. Mm. And I was like, all right, cool. So, like I said, it took me it took me a while to beat the first level because I was so interested in like, what's this do? What's this do? And that little girl beat it in like two minutes, and I felt like our gaming bastards. A lot of them, I tell you, they just ruin everything. Uh, but uh, going back to Bloodborne, uh, here's the quote. Someone described Bloodborne's aesthetic as Victorian Ed Hardy, and I wish they hadn't because now it's all I can see. I think that's exactly how I feel. Like, it's not a bad thing, but um, as a fan of not trash, like, I don't, like, the Ed Hardy vibe annoys me. And, uh, like, it's not a bad thing in the game. It's just very visible, like, they went out of their way to make it look this way, and it's like, oh, oh, no. Like, it's... Mm. It, 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 yeah, I can't hate them for it because it's, you know, it's aesthetic. People make aesthetics, but but you feel like this sort of vibe of like, I think it's kind of what you're talking about earlier with um, uh, Dead Rising and a few other games where it's like almost this like next level try hardiness of trying to make the game like very, very serious. And it's, you know, must have this very, but it's like, that's not who you're supposed to be. Like, we all don't want you to be yeah. serious. We want you to have fun. They're trying really, that... really hard to be gothic and... Yes, yes. I yes. think uh, someone described that game as being wet, which is also accurate. Everything looks like it's covered in water, which I mm. actually kind of like. It makes everything all shiny, and but, that's but, kind it, of cool. But, but they, but it's it's less along the lines of good wet and more along the lines of Dragon Age Inquisition wet, where you're inside of a house. Where all their faces, their lips, man, they're just so yeah, much chapstick. Like, like, Why are all of your lips so shiny? My very part is if you go it's into weird. any zone where it's raining in Dragon Age. The insides of the house are, like, the bookshelves, the books, the tables are all still wet. Like, the roof has no, it does not matter in that world. Everything is, is this sheen on it. And I feel like, yeah, it's, it's that kind of thing, too. Yeah, and it's just, it's, it's an annoyance, if anything. Um, I think one of the coolest things I, I saw there, I think I mentioned this to you, TB, uh, on our uh, lounge on Friday or Sunday, whatever day. Oh, my God, I don't know what day it is anymore. Whatever day that was. Hopeless. Um... I saw a thing called the Roto, which I think is a really cool concept. I don't know how it will work out, but it is basically you stick your chair, like any chair that you have, into a base. And the base is designed to be moved instead of your uh, left stick. 
So it's for people who have an Oculus Rift or want to play any first-person game with a Rift. Or I guess any of the R-O-D-O or... R-O-T-O. I think it's Roto VR. I'm pretty sure they have a Kickstarter, but I don't know what that is. I'm going to look um, So it's very cool. Comp- it, was, it had the largest line there that I saw. It, the concept is very cool. They had people playing Alien Isolation. They'd put on the thing, and they'd use it to move. And so your body is actually moving instead of your head or the stick. Mm. And so it, it actually you feel more immersed. And you don't get that sort of sickness that comes with having played... Uh, an Oculus Rift for way too long like people even I do and I can hardly see because I have to take off my glasses to use it um yeah you just get this weird nausea after a while I, I know most people absolutely have to stop playing because your your body your brain just can't hit like it's it's not natural and so this mm. gives you that feeling of, of you at least sitting down and you're moving with it so your whole body is actively moving and it moves pretty fast and can turn stuff and so it just like swivels uh yeah, like like, it, like I it, assume it you can't do a three hundred and sixty because you'd have cords. You can you do a three you can do a whole three hundred and sixty. You can. Um, yeah. Everything's plugged into the base, and the base is plugged into a, a wall. Right. Mouth. So since That's everything's cool. in the base, it moves you around, and so oh, you're doing your, a I see your feet are on a thing which is also attached to this. Yes. Yeah. And so it's really, really, really cool. And they mm. were very much like we want gamers to you know get try this out and 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 like it, and I and I told them i told the developers uh you know the first thing you need to do is get the developer like the actual game devs to to promote this thing and use it because that's what's going to sell your mm. game because you know half the people who love it will never get it because they don't have a rift so right so you need like mm. there's levels of marketing here but it's a really cool concept and i think it's a great concept piece and shows you what is needed in order to make a rift like really viable but you know, to be honest, like I wouldn't have even thought it was necessary. Like I love the Oculus Rift so much, and I always feel totally immersed and forget that I'm sitting down when I'm using it. Like I wouldn't have even thought that you'd need that, but it totally would help with motion sickness, which is something that I get it like makes, extremely bad. It, it, I will openly say that the alien, like like watching, I will <laughs> watching people play the. Um, Alien Isolation demo where they're actually so immersed because they're moving mm. and they're losing their shit was like next level. It was really good. I just wouldn't have even thought I could be more immersed than when I just have the headset on. Like that yeah. that almost terrifies me. I'm like, I'm gonna forget that there's a real world if I'm even more immersed. That sounds terrifying. I actually played a at GDC, I played an Oculus Rift game. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. Sorry to the people who made it. I don't remember the name, but it used Connect, and you were like on a space station, climbing a space station with the Oculus Rift. So you're, you can like look down over Earth and stuff, and you just like climb up these ladders with your hands, and that was really, really cool, despite terrible voice acting. But yeah, I mean, like, I feel like ones... that combined with this cool chair, combined with Connect, just heaven. There, yeah, there's there's some really amazing things that I've seen uh, as sort of tech demos for the Rift that. I will, you know, I get lost in. Or I'll I'll think I'm facing one direction, and when I take off the helmet to talk to friends, they're all behind me. And I'm like, yeah. what even happened? Yeah. And yeah. I feel like this, yeah, this this I like that there's people out there trying to create more better things to help the immersion and and because it always annoyed me that I'm play I I'm in VR. This the controls drive me crazy that I'm I'm turning with this. 
but I can also move my head, and I never, I never like mm. that. And so I like the idea that you can move and spin and all that stuff. I think that's great. I'm still holding out hope that I'll live long enough to get a, a some sort of hollow deck, and I'll, I'll be okay. <laughs> that's all I need. I'll be. I just need to live long. So with enough. this this roto, you do you still need a controller or like a mouse and keyboard? You still need. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the controller. So you're using the buttons and you're using the right stick. And so, so is the chair moving along with the way that your head is moving? Yes. Or is it moving along with the controller? It, 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 you don't use the controller for the for the left stick. So the left stick right. is the chair. So you so mm-hmm. your your movement on the uh, what would that be the X axis I guess yeah is is your yeah. your yeah so your X axis movement is is done on the chair. So you're swiveling around. But do you have to like shift your weight a lot? Like, like is no, it, no, no, you know, no, you no, no. Your, your feet, your feet are, doing, are doing the pedal work. So you're not, your body, right. you're just chilling. And, and it moves right. around with you. And so you okay. feel the movement, which I think is, is like a weird sort of like, you're feeling yourself move in this world. I think that's what creeps people out because mm-hmm. especially in alien isolation where something's like stalking you and you're the one moving, I think that, yeah. It's, a, it's a really cool concept. Um, I mean, I'm not sure how much was worked out, you know, there versus how much is completely done in reality, but what was there was cool. Mm. Um, I also played a uh, an Oculus Rift game at PAX East called Time Machine, where you go back in time and have to scan dinosaurs because you're a scientist or something, and you do that course. on this chair thing. And I feel like that would be perfect for this. Like you're just sitting on this chair, kind of like floating around environments. And that one made me particularly motion sick because you strafe. So sometimes you're looking one way and then the chair kind of strafes left. And that just made me like, oh God. But with this chair, that that would just be perfect. Because you're sitting in a chair anyway. You can like see your legs below you when you're sitting in it. Like that would be, that would be I I wonder how effective it is for games that aren't seated. Like if you're not in like, say a racing car or a spaceship, I have to wonder... Like, how does it work for games where you really move around in a regular Well, that's Alien Isolation, fashion? right? Yeah. I mean, uh, so uh, did you get to play Alien Isolation with this thing? Oh, I, I didn't play Alien Isolation with it. That's for sure. No, I uh, just tech demo stuff. Yeah. I am a giant uh, right. coward. So okay. I didn't because I watched other people <laughs> freak out and lose their mind. And they were like, well, if you want to. I was like, nope, I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> I don't need to experience that. Thanks. I played it before without being immersed in it, and I was not a fan. So <laughs> you you do what you do, guys. Hmm. Um, it seems like it's a compromise, ultimately. Because like, uh, a lot of other people are looking at the idea of omnidirectional treadmills, which are ultimately impractical. Valve went even further and said, you know, it would be best if you dedicated a room to this and you could set up virtual barriers to stop you walking into shit. And like... Ultimately, the way VR is actually going to succeed for your general consumer is the ability to sit down in the chair that chair. you have and actually use yep. VR in a way that's effective. Now, if yeah. this thing this thing interfaces with pretty much any chair, but by the looks of it, you can just take the wheels off your chair and then plug it into. That's the exactly thing. what it is. You, any yeah. chair you own, or you can oh, also really? buy a chair with it. Yeah, I'm looking at the Kickstarter page I right now. I thought that it was a chair. No, the, the, you the, can the also thing get a chair. selling is the uh. base. Yeah, you can they're get a chair too. Product. So if you go to the Kickstarter, they're trying to raise eighty-five grand for this thing. I guess they'll probably make it. I've, they've got thirty days to go. They've got five thousand pounds in there so far. But uh, so you can buy the the base is two hundred pounds, and then you can buy the chair for an additional two hundred nineteen, and you can get one hundred sixty for the table. I guess you know the table seems unnecessary, uh, but. Yeah, so if you were to buy this and the Roto chair, you're paying like 418 pounds, which is about $700, which is 
expensive, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, but it, the base in itself seems practical. Like, because I could just take my office chair and install that, and it make I don't use the wheels right. in my office chair anyway. So That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it, that. That seems like a, a practical way to do it, instead of mm-hmm. buying a fucking turntable and omnidirectional treadmill and all this other ridiculous stuff. Yeah, I have no interest in those treadmills at all. I don't want to do exercise when I'm playing video games. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. That is the wrong market. The only only thing I can think of that... There has to be a limit on it, though, right? Where there are a lot of games where you want to turn very, very quickly. Or there's some game mechanics where you instantly turn around. Like, it would be impossible to do that with this. Like, This would have a little bit of lag, I would imagine. Like, your head would move before your body does. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely curious to try it, but skeptical... Yeah, it was it, it's very like it it was definitely like one of the biggest draws there. And I for good reason. I think it's a very cool concept. Uh I hope, Absolutely. you know, that they can get more devs and stuff on board with it and get more promotion. It looks like people are, it looks like everyone's into it. Uh, seeing all the reactions and everyone was like very much like this is great. But, you know, with 85,000 pounds on the line, that's a lot, that's a lot of money. Yeah. They've only got 26 backers at the moment. They'll probably get it. I mean, it's not an unreasonable goal. It's not like they're asking for a million pounds, but they're ultimately, like, they're asking for a big initial investment, which is 199 pounds, yeah. about $300. So for a lot of people, that's going to be too much. I'd probably, I mean, I'd, I'd probably go with this. Like, it, it's the thing which makes the most sense to me right now when it comes to VR, and if it does help with the motion sickness thing, it seems like a pretty mm. good compromise. That's the key. It definitely, that it does. It definitely, okay, I think well everyone that, coming out of that room was like, that was, it actually, I don't feel like I, I don't was feel terrible playing with the VR. Yeah, yeah. Because I've really done it. I hope it, that you can so. build up tolerance to it, though. Like, if you play on the Oculus Rift a lot, then you will stop getting motion sick. Mm-hmm. The first game mm-hmm. that I played on it was Team Fortress 2, and that was terrible because, like, my body would fly somewhere and I would watch it and not be moving. And that was just, like, weird super nauseating but i played lots of stuff that hasn't affected me that way and i wonder if that's because i've started playing more and more of them and have built up a toilet to it or i don't know Mm. i've heard that you can but that's probably by devs who are like no just just play our game forever and you'll be fine you won't get sick you should (laughs) buy it can i have a hundred dollars indeed yeah i i think i'll probably like i'll i'll put some money down on this thing like it does seem like the way Mm -hmm. to go and it it's just it seems practical and sensible Mm -hmm. Which a lot of the other solutions simply are not. So mm-hmm. yeah, I dig it. I, I think it, I think it's great. I think its biggest hurdle is the audience who would who would give them money for the Kickstarter because not everyone has an Oculus Rift to begin with. And no, so well, I don't have one yet either, of course. But eventually, and, uh, I will. yeah. Mm. But I think it definitely deserves to exist. So I can't wait to see what happens with it. Yeah. And, you know. So I'm just I, reading I, here. It seems like you can't turn 360 degrees. You'll tangle the cables and. Oh well, they were definitely yeah, doing it. it. Depend. I guess it depends really? what. Uh, it depends what cables you use. I mean, if you're using a wireless controller, like what other cable would there be? You know. Yeah, they were. I mean, it's phrased oddly. The 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 bullet point here, they're like, so why do we need to turn 360 degrees? But then the explanation seems to be them saying why you don't need to do that. And the end note is, it often feels like there's no incentive to explore 360 degrees. But even if you did make the effort to swivel around, you'll no doubt get tangled in cables. So yeah. I. I don't. Seems I mean, like you I, can't, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe because they had a test rig and everything was hooked up into the rig, like they even had a TV that was so people could watch what the person was playing mm-hmm. on the actual rig itself. 
maybe that's why it was spinning 360. But oh, the ring oh, they had oh, wait, I see the issue now because, of course, the Oculus has cables. So apparently they're selling yes. a tangle-free adapter for the Oculus. Yeah, uh, what does that mean, though? I don't oh, know, but it costs it, 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 £100. No, no, it would be what they had there then because the Oculus hooked right. into the base. Right. And so since it was hooked into the base, as the base was spinning, the Oculus wasn't causing the... So you had cables going from the base out underneath it. the base. Yeah. Oh, right, I see. Yeah, yeah mm. so it's not going to, like, wrap around your neck and... Kill you. Yeah, I was trying to figure out like, how they could do it you. there, but not on the Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah they do yeah, have yeah. the Kickstarter, but you got to pay an additional hundred pounds for that. That's kind of sucky because yeah. I, I think that like the t that should kind of be default. I know, obviously, it also supports Samsung Gear and Google Cardboard, which, if I recall correctly, is at least one of those a wireless device. I mean, isn't Samsung Gear like you kind of plug your phone into it, right? I I can't remember exactly what's going on with that, but I yeah, I'll still I think I'll still back it. Like it seems good. It seems like the right thing to do. Um, I, I think like if you want to do VR, this is probably a good way to do it. So I'll put money down on that. Why not? Seems like a good idea. Jesus Christ, that's five hundred thirty-two yeah, um, bucks. If you want to do that, I'll do that later. Almost, <laughs> yeah. I think I think ninety percent of the games that I played there were indie games, and a lot of them were really silly, kind of fun indie games. A lot of them were very pixely. Um, I, I got a code for one that I'm gonna try. I got a code for one that I'm going to try later. Uh, it was the um, RPG Tycoon. I figured I'd try that and see what that's like. Basically, you are like, you know, creating a village and are getting uh, heroes and stuff. But you're doing it tycoon style, which I think is kind of an interesting concept. And so sounds I got a code cool. for that. Sounds very that one. Yeah. And I'm going to check that out. And, I, and the reason why I definitely got it because I was like, I can play that on my laptop. That I can do. Mm -hmm. So I'll mm -hmm. give that a look. Um but I think uh, I was really surprised by the massive presence of uh, the Total War. Total War had this giant area, and they had all their games oh, there. Oh, Mm-hmm. Oh, were they showing the new thing? What was it, Arena? Arena? No, they were not. And I was mad because I went up to the guys. I was like, where's Arena? And they're like, it's not here. I was like, but, oh, that's so much fun. <laughs> and they were, like, they were like, you need to get TV to play it. I was like, he'll never play that. I've told them, I told them 5,000 times before, you want me to play it, get Sega to apologize for almost fucking they up actually, my life. No joke, no joke. <laughs> when I told them that, when I was like, he'll never play it, they were like, I know Sega. Like, they all are very- They all know. Weird. Oh, they know. They know. They're pissed. They're just as <laughs> pissed as I am. Sega, Sega this sorts the shit out. I'll happily come back to the Total War bandwagon, but until they do that, it ain't gonna fucking happen. I'm not gonna budge before you fuckers do. I can guarantee it. And Stop then, trying uh, to I shut down YouTube channels and we might be able to have a friendly conversation. The, the <laughs> I think the best the best game that I played, it wasn't there, but uh, giant shout out to, before I left, I played about a good five hours of uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, which I think is just a uh, fantastic I game. did wonder when that would come up. So what do you think about it? I, from, I mean, I haven't, clearly haven't beaten I played five hours of the game, which is, you know... I, I would say maybe I'm halfway through question mark. At the beginning of the game, it's like there are three areas and a possible fourth one. I'm I'm on area. I just started the third, so I assume I'm halfway through. Mm -hmm. But um, it is a really beautiful, really moving Metroidvania style game where you're going around and you know it's it, it's like it's like a Metroid game, and you know you get little spirit guys who blow up stuff and shoot enemies, and you collect items to get through gates and it, it just it's very it doesn't create anything new but 
what it did create is something that's really wonderful to look at and something that I thought was a lot of fun to play. So I, I loved it a great deal. Like I, if you aren't mm. five minutes into the game, like heartbroken, you, you don't have a heart. Like it was one of the games like, I've played, <gasps> I've played like the first level of it and totally agree. Like it's, it is Metroid Castlevania, but also with like gorgeous art style and really lovely sound and a really nice story. Like it's, yeah, again, it's not totally unique, but I do think it's a really nice game. Yeah, and the, it, I it think, makes you feel all gooey. Yeah, one of the things that I think that I had trouble with the most is there's a few parts later on where at the beginning of the game I could have swore that the controls were like the most fluid, perfect, wonderful things in the world. There's some parts later in the game where I'm like, this may not be correct. <laughs> like, the, there's some platforming mm. parts when the game gets really difficult, and it does get freaking bonkers difficult later on. But I was like, are those the there's parts where you like have to change direction midair? Like I've, I've seen footage yeah, oh of where yeah. you have to like go up and that looks crazy. <laughs> As the world's actively trying to murder you, yeah. Oh yeah, no. There are parts later on where the fluid controls that you think are amazing may not be so, and it might just be that I suck at it, which is quite possible because I'm not very good at Metroidvania <laughs> games. But holy moly, there are some parts later on that I was like, I don't know if it's the game. That is super hard, or maybe I'm doing this wrong, or if the controls are a little wonky, but there's, like, later on, I felt like it could use a little polishing, but maybe that, it could just mm. be a me thing. Because, uh, you know, it, I, I got halfway through the game, and I think it's, that's when the difficulty started picking up, so maybe I just wasn't adapting fast enough. But there's definitely some things later on that you're just like, wow, all right. But if you're looking for something that's that's beautiful, and you're looking for something that, I mean sounds wonderful and if you're looking for something that uh plays pretty damn well i think it's a, a great pickup like it's a game that i would i would get just to to own and i i'll, I'll never do a let's play of it because i'm one of those people who's like if i find a game that i really really enjoy i'm like go buy it like that's one of the things that i always do i'm like go go out and get it mm. so mm. that's what so i'm sorry yeah all right pretty good apparently haven't played Have it yet <laughs> you'll you'll love it. You will instantly love it. I can't even describe it to you. You'll love it. It's platforming it, in Metroidvania. You do know me, right? I don't like either I of those things. I swear to God, give it... It has the best... Like, uh, oh God, here we go again. As a former teacher, ugh, um, <laughs> I would I would... One of the things that we were always taught while lesson planning, I guess it goes for TV too, and games, like The Hook... Right, in order to keep twenty six uninterested kids interested in a forty five minute lesson, you have to hook them in in the first five minutes. I think Ori does this very like the first fifteen minutes of this game. You are so invested in someone you don't know mm -hmm. that you're like, I just want to hold you and protect you forever, little guy. And you have that moment of like, <laughs> I, 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 I like instantly was in love with this character, a character who I gave zero shits about going into the game, and I was like, oh. I love you. <laughs> like, it is. It's know. really precious. Yeah. It is, yeah. I, th I think it's really nice, but it probably... No, I feel like it, it would be a game that everyone could casually enjoy. You know, there are some games that I'm like, well, this is definitely a taste thing, but I, from what I have played of Ori, I think that most people probably would like it. Yeah. It's easy to consume. I'll have a look at it. It's, uh... I mean, it is gorgeous. It's hard to fucking ignore just how beautiful the damn game is. So I don't mm -hmm. think it's reasonable to ignore it based on its genre, but I'll give it a bash. It's on. It's on the list of stuff that needs doing. You know, I just I had to invest so much time in LA Cops. I just didn't have the time. I'm sorry. 
I now instantly regret investing the time into LA Cops, but, you know, never mind. Speaking we'll of time that. investment into a game, uh, Hotline Miami 2. I yep. spent too much time invested into that. I played a lot of it. I realized, just like Hotline Miami 1, I find it infuriating. It's fun. Have you watched Dodger play it? It is literally a string of expletives. That's all it is. She's just. I like that people are comp comparing her salt to mine. I was like, please. Oh, she has a level of please. salt beyond. Uh, she she just turns into a swear machine. Like every time she dies, like <laughs> fuck, 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 over and over and over again. Uh, which, to be fair, like I think you've got to get into a zen with Hotline Miami where you don't turn into that because otherwise you'll just find the game infuriating. You have to accept. You'll that. hate it. It's a game where you're going to die. I haven't played the second one, but I know like people who seem oh, to be really split on it. I loved I loved the first game. One of the, one of the one of the you're a cop in one of the scenarios, which is great. You're basically like a creepy oh. John McClane, which is amazing. <laughs> amazing. There's one so where you you're basically good. Rambo at one point as well, where you're kind of fighting through the jungle. There's a lot of variety in it. It's That's interesting cool. because more I've heard of it, like a lot of people don't like the changes. They said like, oh, well, the game gets too restrictive about what you can do. Like, I don't like the fact this level limits weapon use and so on and so forth or limits mask use. To me, that's what makes the game special because it makes sure that each challenge is unique instead of saying, oh, well, just use the same mask and play the same way every single fucking time. I like the fact that the game forces you to change things up. But I can see why people that play mm -hmm. the original might not like that. You know, I, it's it's become a point of contention for some people. <laughs> One of the things How's that the I think soundtrack? is funny. Amazing. Oh, great. Absolutely great. incredible. Yeah. Like, best soundtrack of the year so far. No doubt. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> Even what better than I the first one. Much better. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You know, you know how we had, the, we had the conversation about how Dragon Age, they made their first level like a giant, massive open world, right? And how a lot of players were immediately like a little confused because it wasn't sort of the guided through the beginning of the game. I think some of the reviews and some of the comments I've been reading are really funny because the very first level that you play, well, I guess technically second after the intro, is you play as a guy whose uh, major ability by pressing the space bar rolls, he spins, he rolls yeah. out of the way. Yeah. Space bar is cool. also the button, it's also the button you press to stomp guys' heads in. So people are losing their shit because they like, I can't stop his head because they're just rolling out of the way. And so there's a lot of negative feedback because the very first level right out of the gate is this, uh, they're so confused about mechanics. It's like, it's not that hard. It's just annoying when it happens. And I, I've had it happen too. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay. So I think that like, it's really funny to see some of the reaction. A lot of it's just nitpicking. Like a lot of it is nitpicking. I'm like, all right, great. We understand. Wait, wait, but are you saying that they're the same button, so sometimes you accidentally roll when you're trying to stomp someone's head in? Yeah, but it's because they're, they're doing it That right. seems like a big flaw in Hotline Miami. Oh, they've been doing it wrong, right. No, it's because it's they're, if cause... that's just like a control thing that the game screws up, then that's a problem. No, no, no. It, no, it's because you have to be literally standing over their bodies to stomp them out, right? Right. The problem is, right. is like people keep pressing sense. it. Like, like me, and there's a video of it that'll probably go Friday, of where I get within like five feet of them, I'm like, stop, and I just roll over their bodies. And you can't do that because clearly <laughs> I'm not on top of them. But I think like people are having yeah. the issue of like, oh, it doesn't work. It's like, no, it's just you like me, dear friend, are an awful gamer. And you just suck <laughs> to at this. be fair, they really shouldn't be binding those buttons to the same key. There's no, no reason for that. That's true. That's just dumb. Because the stomping part of Hotline Miami is actually pretty important. It can like, be, if you're yes. trying to take out a room without getting shot, that's something that you can rely on. You know, like how the you push open a door and then they fall and Knock you them stomp over on and them. Like, stomp them out, yeah. Yeah, that's like an excellent tactic. So if that is compromised slightly, then I can see people like I, I think it's a justified complaint, mm. but um, it's 
it also makes sense that you would need to be standing over someone to stomp their head in, obviously. Right. Yeah. Which I don't remember in the first one if you needed to be really close to them or not. I don't Pretty think close, you did, yeah. I think. Reasonable. Yeah. You could just stand yeah, like a be... meter or so away. Mm. Yeah. It's... No, that's weird. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some issues with Hotline Miami too, but I, I think they are kind of overblown. Like, I still think that game is absolutely phenomenal. There's no doubt. There, there's stuff like uh, when you're playing Ash and Alex, which you play two characters at once, which is fantastic. Like, one of the characters Ooh. has a tendency of getting stuck in the wall. That happens. Uh, there was a couple of AI issues in the same way, but they're not big enough to, like, derail what's otherwise a great experience, in my opinion. Like, I, I guess maybe I got lucky and didn't run into so many infuriating problems with it when I played it, but frankly, I think the game's fantastic, and, like, a patch will easily fix those issues, so... I loved every second of mm. it. It was thrilling, and the the soundtrack is absolutely. So you liked amazing. it more than the original? I'd say so, uh, for the same reasons that I m mentioned earlier. Like I like the way that the, they've taken a level design approach, which involves uh, less is more. Like they offer yeah. variety by restricting your playstyle in certain ways, and mm -hmm. I can dig that. You know, I like the fact that there is a level where you basically you have to play a melee guy i like the fact that there's a level where you play a rambo guy who has a limited amount of ammunition he can reload his gun but only if he goes to a an ammo crate and you've got to be careful about who you use your melee attack on and who you use your gun attack on because some of the guys don't die to immediately to a melee attack there's a lot of strategy involved mm -hmm. in it so i think that's absolutely fantastic and also the storyline is completely fucked in amazing ways you know in a better way in a better way yeah oh, i don't know oh, what's yeah. going on i don't know what's real and what oh, isn't yeah. it's great so yeah i, See, I was kind of like, like that with the first number. one as well though but i felt like it uh tried a little bit too hard to be weird and quirky the first one that was like one of my few complaints with the game was that the story yeah. was trying a little bit too hard and i'd say um, this one doesn't I, I'd say, like, the, the, there's so much of it that you don't really know if it's real or not, if it's actually acted, mm -hmm. if it's part of a movie. You know what? If it's this guy's delusion, you just don't know. That's cool. Yeah, no, it has that weird, uh, oh, God, it has that weird, like, Sherlock season three vibe where you're just like, what the fuck is even going on in this episode? It I have, why like did you say Sherlock? I haven't, just assume everyone ever has seen Sherlock. I do. Of all I the things you could have picked. That was I for the not. internet. That was for the internet. Sherlock if season three. So yeah, that's very specific. Internet, internet, if you've seen, everyone on the internet seen that. No, Sorry, you two. I haven't You're seen out of any loop. of it. I haven't, haven't seen the, it. No. It's the only thing you can relate to. It's it's the closest thing I can think of, and it very not, much feels like that. Not Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas or any number of, no. like, kind of psycho acid trip movies. You relate to I, Sherlock look, Season 3. Okay. I'm not going to... Specifically I'm not gonna, Season 3. I don't want to have to crumb, don't want to have to crush your dreams, TV. But I would wager more people on the internet have seen Sherlock season three than Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And that's why the internet is full of idiots. That's probably right. Yeah. I would go Basically, this is why Tumblr exists. It's their fault. God damn. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's it's all for Sherlock season three. That's why Tumblr exists. Most people do believe that Sherlock is inside their head on Tumblr. So I've been told. So you know, that's how Tumblr. He loves works, me so. though. Yes. loves me though. Well, I'm Sherlockkin, you see. Uh, my uh -huh. my preferred pronouns are Sherlock, Sherlock, and Sherself. Uh, mm -hmm. So I need you to respect that, or I will fucking kill you. Dear Tumblr. <laughs> dear Tumblr. Oh god. Please stop being silly. Oh, oh dear. All right. So yes, Hollow Mammy. God, why did that come up? I played a bit of um. Sid Meier's Starships, and I've got to admit, I'm not particularly impressed. I was hoping for a little bit more than that. It feels like an iOS game, and I think in it fact is. it is. It basically, yeah. I, I, I picked it up on iOS as well, 
and I'm like, yeah, this is a this is a phone game. Like, mm. what they did was they took the they took all of the forex and boiled it down to bare minimum, basically picking yeah. up money, essentially, like going to a. Planet. I thought it like literally was an iPhone game. Like, it's not out on PC as well. It is. Oh, it is. Oh, it, it is. is. I didn't That's think it problem. was. That's the main problem. Uh, they released it simultaneously right. on PC. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why would they do it's that? Not good. It's not good. It's n it's not a particularly good game. Like, uh, I watched the trailer. I'm mm. like, oh, customizable starships. The customization is boring and linear. Like, it's like, you want to upgrade your shield so they absorb 25% extra damage, and we put a little uh, extra little thing on your ship. And it's like, the tactical combat is bare bones. It's like move into range and shoot. There are the only interesting thing about the combat that I've found thus far is that you can fire torpedoes that move only a certain number of squares every turn. So you kind of got to lead the target. But I have also never hit with one because they just turn around and go the other fucking way. Like, <laughs> so the torpedoes don't help. Like the AI would have to be moronic to run into a torpedo at any kind of range. So mm -hmm. that's a little bit silly. The thing about torpedoes, the way torpedoes work and why they're cool in like a naval game is because ships have limited turn capacity. So if a ship's going in a particular yeah. direction, they can't immediately flip 180 degrees and go in the other direction. Starships fucking can. So I was hoping for like some big tactical <laughs> kind of capital ship combat. You don't get it. You just, they, they fly around the little squares and they shoot. And it's a very, very basic turn-based strategy game. So I've seen from the from what I've played up to this point. And I have found nothing so far to engage me in it whatsoever or anything that even looks like a Sid Meier game. I, you know, my, my dream hope was that this would be like Sid Meier's Pirates in space. You know, you get to adventure on the space seas, I suppose, and go and uh, plunder <laughs> people and have sword fights and get into drunken bar duels with aliens. That's the kind of thing that I would like. This is just, nope. you have a fleet. I feel like that's a bit of a stretch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was, hope I was maybe hoping a little too. That was possibly a bit unrealistic. I'll give you that. Mm. That's what I want. Like, that would be my dream game. Sid Meier's Starships in, uh, Sid Meier's Pirates in Space. Pirates I would, in Space. That would be fantastic. Are you kidding me? That would be amazing. <laughs> get a duel on, in like, on the deck of this ship and there's like a little atmosphere bubble and you're in a fucking space suit and you're oh i thought you meant like yeah, lightsabers right, cool. you know yeah yeah but unfortunately no and the game is just go around and do errands for people and fight boring space battles that's i have to ask what actually made you want to play that in the first place the like it doesn't look Sid good to Meyer. me at all it's just sid meyer that's it right? it has the word sid meyer before it which means that i must buy mm -hmm. it and fortunately, mm -hmm. this would be like the second time in the last six or so months that I played a Sid Meier game and thought this isn't actually that incredible. Uh, you know, Beyond Earth was okay, but really there was no reason to play it over just playing Civ Five with the expansions. Yeah. I yeah, I heard it's basically the same as Civ Five, just with slightly different looking things. It's Civ Five in space, like mm. it, it didn't even try yeah. to be different, really, and. Yeah, I, I didn't like that at all. And so you might as well play Civ Five with the expansions because Civ Five with the expansions is a really fucking good game. And then along mm. comes Starships, and I don't even know why it exists. Like, it's just... It's pants. Like, it it doesn't have a lot going for it. I feel like if this was Civ Three or Civ Four, probably, all these would have been in a new CD or a new expansion. Oh, they would have. They would. And, because and you remember when they sold uh, Civ, Civ Four? Beyond the Sword, yes, which had like all 12 the... mods with it that were all mm -hmm. different games. And one of them was a space game. 
Yeah, they had a space game, they had an RPG, like an RPG in... Wasn't uh, Fall, like, Fall from Heaven in there Yeah, somewhere? Fall from Heaven, which yeah. spawned what I think may be the best mod ever in a Civ game. Incredible. Fall from Heaven 2 is amazing. Like, there's, it came with all these things that were amazing, and it was all just added benefits when you got Beyond the Sword. So that was great. Yeah. And, yeah, you can definitely see, like, this, uh, along with most games of this current generation, are like, we could make it a DLC mm -hmm. expansion thing that it all came together... Or we could just make it a new game and charge 20 bucks and make a profit. Well, it's a mobile game. But like, people are starting to get really unhappy with expansions too. People are like whinging about those a lot more. If, I wonder mm -hmm. if it could be a PR field thing. I think it's probably not a DLC. But people are like, expansion, what? Consistent like DLC ripping people off is probably making people very gun shy of post-release content, mm. I think. Yeah, it's it, again, this game is clearly a mobile game. It's very simplified. It's very dumbed down. If you're hoping for the level of Sid Meier strategy, you're not going to find it. The starship building is very basic. There the is effectively no diplomacy. You just fly to a planet and it's like, we have a mission for you. If you do enough yeah. missions for us, we'll join your federation. And there's a little bit of diplomacy with the others, and that's really about it. I'm not... Mm. I'm not impressed. I'm afraid. And that sucks, because I love Sid Meier games, so when I get disappointed by Sid Meier, I get very upset. It's not a Peter Molyneux situation where I expect bullshit. I expect good results, <laughs> Sid Meier, and you're not coming up with them. So, quit it. Get back to, you know, go make a... Go make Beyond Earth into what Civ Five became with Brave New World. Go do that. Go make an expansion that is so fucking good that I take back everything I said about Beyond Earth, and then we can talk. Sid Meier's Starships Earth. is a waste of space. It sucks because mm. Beyond Earth is basically an expansion for five. Like, it, it, it shouldn't it shouldn't have come as a separate game because you can see all the mechanics are there of a really it is great, exactly amazing. The same. Yeah, it is. yeah, like it's a great mod. Is what it, it feels like. Mm. Some dude mm. in his basement made the best Civ Five mod. Ever. Oh yeah, and if that's someone had made that like. a mod, it would be the premier mod because it'd be like, oh mm -hmm. my god, that's incredible! You actually turned this into a space game. That's awesome. He got he got rid of of you know races and ethnic. Uh, origins and turn them into and corporations, yeah, corporations and ideologies and there's aliens yeah. and there's different kinds of aliens yeah, yeah it uh, doesn't matter who you are because you can become like either a robot or you become like pure human or an alien like oh that's so cool and you can see like it would have been a, a badass mod but it's a game that people pay mm -hmm. money for and it breaks they paid 60 dollars for yeah I, I played it in the hospital and then i went home and did my wtfs i'm like i played this game on morphine and i still found it boring you've got some problems <laughs> And I had a lot of morphine. That was nine and a half thousand dollars of morphine I chucked down there. Holy so you, shit. That's a lot of morphine. It's good yeah. shit. If you're offered that much morphine, you will have it. It's good. I would like the morphine again. Noted. Duly noted. Good yeah. shit. Just saying. Totally if you're in time someone offers look, me morphine, I will be look, like, give me that. Nobody that good likes shit. hospital. Morphine is the only upside of hospital. Take it when you can mm. get it. Trust me. <laughs> No, I, all right. I want that to be the quote that I want your face with that as a quote on Twitter in about three hours. I give you three hours, Internet. I want to retweet that. Morphine. Less <laughs> it's what's for dinner. Man <laughs> likes his morphine. Now it's a good time for a break. When we Someone come back, offers you morphine, you take it. You Morphine's will. Morphine's good shit. Total biscuit. Good shit. Morphine is good shit. You're watching the Corruptional Podcast. We'll be right back after a few minutes to talk about gaming news and possibly morphine. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Co-Optional Podcast for the final 55 or so minutes of the show. Yeah. I heard the wonderful sound, a miracle of sound with the black flag, beneath the black flag. 
I'm sorry, I'm getting all piratey and hoping that Sid Meier gets around to making Pirates 2. He never will. Oh, can we can we drop zombies and get pirates now? Just yeah, do all pirate it's about games? time. That'd be swell. Where's oh man, that was like early two thousands when everything was Jack Sparrow, and everyone was like, "Ah, oh, you want to be pirates again?" Now that's gone. Now I'd be pretty be. happy with like a Rockstar pirate game if they did what they did to Weston oh. with uh, Red Dead. Oh to my pirates. god, yeah. that's such a fucking mm. good idea. Yeah, I just mm. go like full on brutality with it. It's like you know, pirates weren't actually the fun loving sort that you thought they were. They're a bunch they of dickheads. Barrels. Yeah, mm. yeah, that would be great. That's I'd great. play the shit out of that. <laughs> That's yeah. my pirate. Plus, fact. also flintlock pistols. With Anything with flintlock pistols in it is automatically a better game. And they had sex with barrels. What? What? They would all have barrels. They would put a barrel in the middle. They would look, man. I had to do a report on pirates in the, in the eighth grade, and I learned that Wait, they had sex. I'm with fairly barrels. sure that the eighth. Grade How do you have sex with a barrel? They'd have a barrel, and they bang the look. I don't know what, they drill a hole barrels? in it? Yes. That's even, you get splinters. Yes. It's fucking... Well, why'd you do well, that? I don't know. All I know is they would have sex with I don't barrels. think that's true. I don't I think, I don't think that's totally true. I, I, I think this is one of those situations totally where true. one of your school friends mm. came up with an elaborate ruse to lie to you, and you've believed whoa, 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 him for the last whoa, whoa, 20 whoa, years. Whoa, 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 pause. A school friend came up with an elaborate ruse to go to the library... Published a book. Pirates have how, sex with How do barrels. you have sex with a barrel? I don't. Pirates have sex. They had sex barrels. Shut up. They pirates had sex barrels. They had sex barrels. That's a whole yes. other thing. That's sex barrels. I'm gonna Google what is Jimmy's a. He's looking at it right now. Uh, actually, he's not wrong. Um, what? Okay. Thank you. So apparently, there is a vulgar term called "one's turn in the barrel." There is a vulgar joke associated with the phrase about soldiers putting their penises through a hole in a barrel to receive oral sex. When a new recruit asked who was in the barrel, oh. he was ordered to shut up. Several days later, he was told it was his turn in the barrel. I'm not sure if the vulgar joke is the source of the phrase. So this is still not pirates. So they yet, weren't no. having sex with a barrel. They were having sex with someone inside a Look, barrel. It's, so it's, it's a glory a hole, basically, in a barrel. It's a glory hole, yeah. In the, yeah, this is... <laughs> Eighth grade was a long time ago. Okay, uh, so this, this is from Urban Dictionary. The in the barrel, a phrase taken from a popular joke. To say someone is in the barrel or taking a turn in the barrel means it's their turn to do an unpleasant task or suffer an unpleasant experience. A sailor on a Navy ship who, who had been out at sea for weeks was beginning to go through sex withdrawal. Fed up with the lack of sex, he asked one of his shipmates what he did when the pressure was too much to take. He said, well, there's a barrel with a hole in it near the mop storage. When it gets to be too much for us, we use that. So the sailor went over to the barrel and decided to give it a go. Finding it was better than he expected, he began using it regularly. His problems seemed to vanish. After a couple of weeks, his commanding officer began to take notice and said, You seem to be a lot more relaxed. What's your secret? The sailor, embarrassed to give a straight answer, simply said he'd been getting better rest. Well, good, sailor. You're going to need it because the day's your turn in the barrel. This is <laughs> not historically accurate at all. This is a joke. Someone fucked with you, Jesse. There's no doubt. No, no. Yeah, I don't. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. Do you remember now. the name of the book that you read this in? I don't, you know, I'm not sure. Look, look. It was in eighth grade. That was like in 1946. It, I couldn't tell you what this book was called to save my life. 1946. But, but How old were you? My late 80s. I've got grandkids. What? It's bad. It's, no, I'm, I'm, but I'm saying that... Uh, I think don't don't question it. Just go with it. Sodomy uh, and I, the pirate tradition. English sea rovers in yeah. See, I'm 
no, there's still nothing to do with barrels here whatsoever. Look, guys, sex barrels are totally real. I don't, real, what you I say. don't think this is a thing. I'm sorry. I agree. All I'm saying is try to play Not- Black Flag now. Try to play Assassin's Creed now. And think that Within they are the all entire feeling. book of sodomy and the pirate tradition, English sea rovers in the 17th century, there was only one mention of the word barrel, and it has nothing to do with having sex with it. So we have concluded that you were bullshitted in school, and you've believed I read this it for in a 20. Book. No, I you read didn't. It in a book. You were lied to. You didn't. You didn't. You did. They did not have I sex with barrels. You were bullshitted. You are wrong. But I like how we had to research it to come to that conclusion. Yeah, like, well, obviously, I mean... they didn't have sex with barrels. Whatever. That joke is. <laughs> uh, joke is. All jokes have a little bit of truth to them. I think we can agree on that. Oh my god. Mm, uh, no. 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 No, I don't know. The best uh, joke. Not in this specific have instance, a bit of... I don't think. No. You're, how would you know? You're on morphine. Get out of here. I'm not on morphine. You're the American here. So you're a morphine. You're a morphine. Humor is... Get out of here. If I, if I could be on morphine to deal criminal. with your shit, I an would Australian be. Australian criminal. Get out of here. I'm <laughs> the only one. Got criminals and morphine. Fucking out of here. colonial <laughs> bastard over here. It's like, you stole your country, you fucking thief. It's ours by <laughs> right. Give it back. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, and now you're in England. God knows how you manage that one. I'm surprised oh, they let you through the border. Oh, where's my American flag shoes? It's like, ah, oh, he's one of those colonial swine. Throw him in the dungeon. <laughs> this entire... Britain's... There's no... Whatever. Everyone here is not from... Like, I expect British people to be Britain-ish. There's not, they're not, not Britain-ish. Not a real word, but okay. They're like, you know... Every, you expect it's British a worldly, people to be Britain-ish. Okay. It's very worldly. Oh, like, people from all over the world are in London. Like, God, it's, how know, dare they? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not... I want it to be quaint. It's not quaint. Well, you know, well, why the fuck are you in London then? London is the last place you want to go for quaint. Trust me. Yeah, but if you go outside of London, then it becomes like, you can't understand what the hell they're saying and it's creepy. (sighs) I don't want none of that. It's creepy. It's creepy. Look, the best. Different languages are creepy. Gross. It is. It's creepy. (laughs) American xenophobic bastard. Whatever. (sighs) We'll bomb you. Well, I don't I mean, know. you might. They might. It's possible. Yeah. Take it up with me on Tumblr. Yeah. I'll be sure to not give a shit. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay, let's go on to news. There's not a great deal of it, frankly. There's So we had the BAFTA Awards. Mm-hmm. So that was the thing. And uh, We've actually had several awards. We had the South by Southwest Awards as well, uh, which I lost to Rooster Teeth. I'm okay with that. It's like, well... There's an award show in Austin, Texas. I wonder who's going to win it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I feel like I didn't have the home crowd advantage on that one, but there were there were a list of uh, let's see, uh, there's a bunch of list of stuff that was uh, given. Best game was given to Destiny, which I f- again oh, fundamentally disagree with. Yeah, why? I mean, I, I'm just I'm not 100 percent sure why this game continues to get Game of the Year from anybody. Really, I thought no, I thought I the luster had worn off for people at this point. Like Destiny what is luster. What luster? St- yeah. The bungee luster. The luster that comes with a new bungee game where they don't get to do anything wrong and they get excused for everything. I know. And then they blame yeah. 343 for everything. I feel like part of it may have been the hype. Like they hyped it up so well that everyone just was convinced it was this beautiful game and they did a good job of marketing. So people just fell in love with it. But I, I struggled with this thing where I gave it a terrible review. And then I felt like the review that I gave it didn't align with my viewers at all because everyone loved it. And I was like, 
this feels really weird to disagree with consumers who I'm reviewing a product for because but I hate this thing that you all really like. The thing is that after about 24 hours, they probably shared the exact same opinion as you did. Well, like, I'm, that... I'm thinking that like in a year's time, everyone's going to be like, okay, yeah, I actually agree with that. Like maybe in the long run, they'll realize that it's really not that good, but for the time being, people still love it. Somehow. Well, I mean, some people do just love wave-based looting with guns. I mean, Borderlands. But you same can do that in more exciting environments, like Destiny. You could. Is repetitive, yeah. same spawn points, Every... same enemies. Like it's just. Oh fuck me! Every third mission, every and it wasn't like this isn't a joke. Every third mission was you and Peter Dinklage in a hole, and he's like, "Watch my back." I've got to talk while you w fight wave after wave of guys. I, I think you'll find that every mission. There's like two that aren't that. There's that one where you have a sword, and that was cool. That's the only one that doesn't do that Peter Dinklage watch my back with waves the thing that worst I remember. Every time. Mm -hmm. And it's and it's mind boggling that that's it's terrible. People thought that that's like good gaming. It no, holy it, shit. It was, it was it was the same thing every single time. And it would have been maybe excusable if the environment's on whatever us or if you had different spawn points, but you always just go to the same place and travel to the same place, and then you do the exact same mission just in a slightly different location. It was just not, it was just not good. I liked the strikes, but I think that they were too short. Or maybe there should have just been more of them. If there were more strikes, I would have played it more. But here's the thing. When you get to the last boss, right? When you get to the last boss, they were never anything difficult. It was always just bullet sponges. They were just... It was mostly the waves that became difficult and then you were like running yeah. out of ammo and waves it's spawn. But like when the you actual bosses, like if you look at the bosses in the game, everything from like the crazy big eye to the big giant dude in the one where you had to hide behind the pillars, it wasn't that they were hard to fight. It was that, yeah, all the ads would show up and drive you crazy and hit you from behind and kill you. Or it was just a bullet sponge battle where you just throw ammo at it over and Actually, over. Actually, the one, the one with the eye, I found that that one the hardest. The one who like shoots that beam from his eye because it was really hard to get out of the doorway where you spawn in, and also because there was nowhere to hide really. It's just like but, it's just frustrating. Yeah. Like there's so much potential yeah. for a great game there, and it was shit. And the fact I that wonder if it'll be a completely different game in two years. Like it, it give it a give it some time. But they how said much it was content like are you gonna investment? have to buy? Because I mean, the first thing all that, of it. Because they wanted to make it originally. It was supposed to be a subscription game, and then they said, "No, we're gonna make you mm. buy the content." And like the first pack was like thirty dollars, wasn't it? Like mm. that's so that's already quite yeah. a lot of money for new. And it wasn't a lot of content either. It was like a raid, like a new strike, and a couple of other things. I'm like, wow, that's uh, mm. that's expensive for what you're actually asking for. There is a question for you. Do you think that bullet spongy bosses are a problem inherent to anything involving guns, like first-person shooters yes. in general? Like, yes. do you remember yeah. a boss in a first-person shooter that wasn't bullet spongy? Because even games I really liked had bullet spongy bosses. Even um, Wolfenstein had bullet spongy bosses. But, but I feel like something that would help with that is having the boss have some form of reaction to what was going on in the combat. Because a lot of the times in Destiny... They're really I stupid think... is the thing. Yeah, I, I can only think of one boss where you could actually knock off its armor plating and that's and you did more damage when you got underneath it, which I think is really cool. Uh, but most of the bosses weren't like that. It was you were just firing at a guy mm -hmm. and you would just get more and more angry. I think if more games had, you know, that mechanic where, like, you're knocking off plating or, or the so guy... So what you're getting... saying is the boss needs more phases, basically. Yeah, <laughs> if you're going to do bullet sponging, phase the boss. Like, um, 
Monster Hunter, I think, does a really great job of phasing boss fights. Long-ass boss fights that take too damn long, but making it seem like you're making progress because every so often you see the monster, the monster's his tongue's out and he's bleeding, he's limping, his arm hurt. Like, it makes you feel like, oh, shit, I'm getting some progress in here rather than just mm -hmm. a bar that says, like, he is now 50%. Oh, he's yeah. at 49% now, which is so fucking boring. And it makes it yeah. feel like a bullet sponge rather than you're actually achieving something. And that drives me crazy. Just mm -hmm. crazy. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. Like, bosses with a bunch of weak spots and all sorts of other mm -hmm. things that change around. And as you said, just having them react to something. Because, like, just pouring bullets into a guy and having him just not even flinch is not interesting. Yeah. And, and there, uh, yeah. I guess you I'm still trying to think of any shooter that doesn't do that and struggling. Like, not that many. they're all slow as well and, and generally mm -hmm. dumb and easy to trick. And, yeah. Like, is it is it even worth having bosses? In the end, yeah, I mean, even like the new Rise of the Triad had had some boss fights. I think it was a lot. That was a lot more interesting though, because you were literally doing stuff like jumping over rockets and shit in order to beat that guy. Yeah. So I think there was there was a more fun to be had there. I think you've you played Vanquish. Oh yeah, yeah. Speaking of jumping over rockets, that yes. see that game had good boss fights. That's a shooty game, but it was like Welcome ridiculous mayhem bullshit where you just have to like jetpack around on the ground like that oh, that game fucking was so vanquish. good all metal gear rising also fucking oh. phenomenal bosses in that game oh if we could get spectacle fighter boss fight styles with you know like fps games that'd be uh, that'd, that'd be a be... challenge but not impossible um, that'd be amazing what? i mean even here's the thing about like destiny destiny's basically warframe warframe is a free-to-play game and is frankly pretty fucking fun and actually has some pretty good boss fights in it I'd recommend Warframe yeah. if you haven't tried it. Like, it's a, actually a really... F it gets repetitive, but then again, so does Destiny. It's just Destiny charges you $60 for the repetitiveness, whereas Warframe's free. So, you know, there is that. Warframe's like a few years old now, though. Do people still play it a lot? Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. one of the most popular games old? on Steam. Um, still, yeah. Yeah, it's... Let's see, where is it on the Steam charts? I think it's four years old. It currently has 20,000 people concurrently playing it. So, okay, that's crazy. Pretty yeah. good. Um, it's a top twenty game on Steam. Uh, mm. in terms of no it's currently number twelve. It's just below Counter Strike, the original Counter Strike, and it's above Daisy. More people playing Daisy uh, Warframe than our Daisy. So Warframe's doing great. The cool thing is that since it's a free to play game, the older it is, the better it is because they're updating it constantly. True. So they're mm. getting you so all sorts improved. of really cool shit it's on console as well but like you can play it yeah on PC it came out to ps4 and xbox one as well it didn't did. it yeah it's a lot better on pc i only played it on pc when much it higher frame rate yeah. Uh, yeah so i mean uh, compared to warframe at launch warframe is really fucking cool so i mean I'd play i remember that. it actually kind of looking a bit like destiny 2 yes. in art style yeah in, in the like, ui as well they've just redone the ui and it actually looks a lot like destiny now so it's a bit, mm. a bit the destiny ui is not bad oh, it's it's beautiful like hell, you like uh, you like fonts and nice kerning. Holy shit, we've got some kerning for you. <laughs> you like using Photoshop? Yeah, give us sixty dollars. Sixty dollar kerning. It's the kerning <laughs> DLC pack with even more fonts available for the UI. Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful UI, absolutely gorgeous. But yeah, mm -hmm. that's the shame. The game doesn't match up to that. Yes, so that got yeah. game of the year. I'm not not really sure how that happened, but oh. it did. Um, Dave Braben was awarded the Games Fellowship, which I think is totally fair. Of course, he invented Elite, so, you know, it's a good enough reason. Um, there were some interesting choices. Uh, Alien Isolation got audio achievement. I don't disagree with that. It's a very creepy yeah. game indeed. Uh, Monument mm -hmm. Valley picked up a bunch of stuff, which was kind of great as well. They got the best... It was a great game. 
it's a fun little game. Yeah, uh, I'd re absolutely recommend Monument Valley. That's uh, definitely. I think a, a lot of the time when I was playing that, I was like, I was like giggling at it. That I was like, ah, oh, optical illusions, and it was just so smartly done. I really appreciate oh yeah, that game. very Escher esque. It's you know what yeah, got me? For some good. reason, the music award was given to Far Cry 4 and not to, like, Transistor or something like that. What? That's weird. Yeah. Is, uh, do you remember any of the uh, music from Far Cry 4? I mean, I do no, remember some No, I, I don't. I'm, I remember Transistor, but I don't remember yeah. any of the music. In... I, 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 yeah, I think yeah. that... I think they made a horrible... Like, some of the music in Far Cry 4 I, I actually really enjoy. I like that sort of... Uh, the music on the radio and some of the scenes when you're high as a kite and you're walking around. But, yeah, Transistor, like, those are melodies that stay with Like, those are things that stay with you. Mm. And that you're humming later, and I don't know that Far Cry has any of that in it. It doesn't. At all. Yeah. I, I don't said, even remember any of the music in Far Cry. Like, I don't remember any of it. Like The best song from I like Far, that Cry one song in Far Cry wasn't in Far 3. Cry. And that was a Miracle what? of Sound. The Miracle of Sound did a song for Far Cry 4 called Welcome Home which is a really awesome mm. song. Of course, it wasn't in the game. It was written by someone else. That's the best song from Far Cry 4. <laughs> so I'm just like, I don't understand why of all the games that came out last year, I mean, fuck, you had Shovel Knight, which had an amazing sound. You had Transistor, you had Persona Q. I mean, Transistor is just phenomenal. You know, I don't get yeah. that. They also, um, what else do they have? I, I don't disagree Alien with Alien Isolation 1 sound, right? Yes, which I, I'm cool yeah. with that. Like, I think um, that's perfectly fitting. I wonder totally if you reasonable. played that game in mute, if it would even be scary. Probably Because the sound is virtually everything in that game. Like, I mean, yeah. it'd maybe be scary when you see an alien pop out of nowhere, but other than that, I think it'd be fine. But after yes. a while, it's not. After a while, it's just frustrating. Like, you're more afraid of, of where he's going to pop up than when you actually see him. Because once you see the alien, then it becomes Absolutely. like, now I got to yeah, go through the scary. motions of avoiding this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's intense when you don't know where he is. Yeah, it's, uh, it is, I mean, for horror, audio is just so damn important. There's not even mm. a question about that. So, I mean, it's just totally reasonable that we do that. I'm, who sponsored this thing? Because, uh, let me put it this way, a lot of companies that sponsored the BAFTA Game Awards also happened to win BAFTA Game Awards. What? Crazy. So, mm. Although Wait, I don't, if people want to sponsor me, I'll hold an award show, give you the prizes. <laughs> I did an award show, I didn't have any sponsors, which is why I'm I'll take all the sponsors. Uh, I think it was sponsored by Activision Blizzard, who won Best Multiplayer, Sega, who won several awards, uh, Activision, oh, we just mentioned that, didn't we? EA sponsored them, and I believe, did Dragon Age Inquisition run away with anything? Surprisingly not, actually. Um, <laughs> which is, is weird. Well, I mean, I'm fine with that, because I don't I think it was actually... didn't like that game but, but, that much. I didn't like it very much either. I, I thought it was completely drawn out for what it was. I don't. I, I, it got Game of the Year at the Game Awards, Jeff Keighley's thing. And that weirded me mm. out, because they had a big performance of the Dragon Age soundtrack on the stage, and then they gave the award to Dragon Age, and it was sponsored by EA, which was a bit like, eh, you know, that's a... Yeah. Probably shouldn't... <laughs> have award shows sponsored the, by people uh, that have prizes. IGDA awards, the um, Shadow of Mordor one, and I was like, I feel like that's deserving because that Nemesis system alone is deserving of an award, and I got yes. so many people be like, oh, Dragon Age should have won, and it wasn't even nominated. <laughs> like, no, I well, I don't, think I don't, Dragon I don't know about won. that. I think Dragon Age is... I think it's a fanboy thing, maybe. People are really passionate and invested in the characters, and been, there's yeah. a lot of journey, and I get that, but I don't think that as a, a game really as a whole, from what I played, it was I like don't, it. I, yeah. I, wish, I wish I was one of those people. I really do. Like, I don't gloat over the fact that I don't like Dragon Age Inquisition. I regret that I don't like Dragon Age Inquisition because yeah, I love the I first one too. so damn much. I don't know that I could give 
as a fan of Inquisition, give it a musical award. It has the one main theme that's played pretty much throughout. It's really, really good. But the rest of it's sort of just like back, like the way old WoW music used to be, where it's just existed mm. in the background, but it wasn't actually like as it is now. We're like, we have to make real songs, apparently. Like, right? The like, thing it, is, when there's a game like Transistor, I don't know how you could give it to something like Dragon Age. I yeah. don't understand that. Doesn't that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Or Dragon Age or Far Cry or anything like that. It's like Transistor no. has a soundtrack that could literally be an album that would reach the top of the charts. Like, it's that good on its and own. They, 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 I'm pretty sure they just they sold it with the special edition or even like, with the same yeah. you could get it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it because it's it's worth that, you know, Far Cry yeah, no, is not. Dragon Age, apparently, yeah, Dragon Age won at South by Southwest, I guess. Which, the fact that they're doing an award show for games blows my mind, but whatever. The South, whatever. By, South, the South by Southwest award show was okay, I thought. Um, it, I mean, there's a lot of award shows this year that have gone down. Some of them have I been very weird. I still, I, I think Jeff Keighley did a good job. Shows. I do. Like, I think the game, I mean, and it's not just because I won an award there, but... It's mostly because I won an award there. But I think <laughs> Jeff Keighley did a pretty good job of that. Like, that show was better than it had any right to be, and it will probably be better next year if he gets to do it again. So I hope that he does. The, here's something that I didn't really like. So they for, they had a, a, a genre for a debut game, and they gave it to Never Alone. And I don't agree with that. Like I haven't I, played it, but most people seem to like it. A lot of people didn't. I mean, it was mainly because it's not actually that good a game. Like, the problem is that as a game, it's got a really nice idea behind it. I fully endorse the notion of taking uh, cultures, which are often ignored, and making, you know, making pieces of media about them, and really using that as an opportunity to delve deep into what makes their culture unique. But the game didn't do mm. that. And if even if it had done that, the game's still not very good. Like, it's it's a not a very good platformer, and the game doesn't work half the time. It's designed to be played in co-op, and your fucking co-op partner goes careering off the side of an iceberg into the icy deep below and forcing you to go back to the last checkpoint. Oh, it's, a- it's that game. Yes, I have played yeah, that. It's <laughs> a nightmare. Yes, yes, I have played that. Look, I thought that the game was pleasant. Um, in that, it, you know, it was like lovely, but no, it wasn't a particularly good platformer at all. Like nothing particularly difficult about it. I liked the use of the spirits, but not, no, it wasn't very good. It wasn't bad. I don't think it was terrible, but it didn't have a lot of substance. It wasn't all that unique. It was just like a, it was culturally pleasant is what I would yes. say. Yeah. Culturally pleasant is a good way to describe that game. And the problem with games that are just culturally pleasant is I think they really, really let the subject matter down like and i think never absolutely alone, never alone was yeah. a huge because that wasn't its, its selling point wasn't its mechanics it's no it was was the cultural stuff yes. and it did do that stuff well but that's what i liked it no. for yeah that's the part that i enjoyed yeah. the I problem enjoyed i had the is they didn't integrate a lot of the cultural stuff in the actual game they made it a bunch of videos like it was all of us oh like here's DVD an hour extras. to inform you about this thing yeah it's like that oh, was awkward. and open up this video it's like no 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 that's not what video games are about like use the video game to explore the culture itself don't give me a bunch of dvd extras i mean and honestly they were in a big list i didn't watch any of them i didn't bother i was like no i watched a few of them and i'm like this is not the way to integrate here's the list for debut game banner saga counter spy hitman go never alone shovel knight and vanishing of ethan carter tell me never alone Mm. deserves to win i don't think so Shovel Knight's yeah. on that list. Vanishing of Eden Sh- Carter's Shovel on Knight, that list. I think Banner Saga's on that list. Shovel Knight should have won music. It should have like Shovel Knight is a fantastic game. Absolutely. Clearly one of the best of the year. And it's just mind-boggling that they don't yeah. get more recognition for that. But whatever. 
And I yeah. pretty I mean, they no, never I gave I Shovel Knight did anything. get a lot of recognition, yeah. but no, I get it's against more, the Vanishing of Ethan Carter and the Banner Saga, and I, I don't get why Never Alone would have gotten that at all. Yeah, I don't. I, I again, it's, I, but it, I, it seems I don't like think pandering. it's a bad game. I wasn't disappointed, but I wasn't enthralled. Yeah. Like it, you know, it was a game. I was definitely it's not something that I would play uh, again. And that's that's but a maybe I didn't shame. have high hopes for it. I don't know. Yeah, it it was absolutely disappointing to me because I really I really did want it to be absolutely fantastic and I really want to learn about this culture and they fundamentally yeah. flubbed that and that's a real yeah, shame. Did. And then they made the game yeah. frustrating as a fucking hell as well, you know, so yeah. No justice. I would have given uh, the thing is I would have also given half the BAFTA awards to 80 days that got snubbed on every fucking category it was in. It was in let's see. Uh, 80 days was in Br best British game, game innovation, mobile handheld and story and I'm pretty sure it got snubbed on all of them. I'm like what one mobile handheld? Uh Monument. Actually, Robert. what one story? What uh, one story over what, 80 days? What one story over it was The Last of Us DLC, I think. Oh. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, it was Last of Us Left Behind. Fucking 80 days! Buy 80 yeah. days! What the hell's wrong with you people? Like, 80 days is amazing. 80 days yeah. is like the logical evolution of what Choose Your Own Adventure can be. 80 days... What one handheld? Uh, Monument Valley, I think. Which okay, see that? I'm okay fair. with. Yeah. But, like, 80 days for story. I didn't play the Last of Us DLC, but I'm, I can't say I'm surprised that that one. It's, you know, it's AAA. It's a thing that everyone, everyone loves. But I, I always wonder who votes for this shit. Like, yeah. who decided that 80 days wouldn't win story it's oh, amazing 80 days is so fucking good like Just. it is god brilliant game like in every possible respect it's worth multiple playthroughs it is absolutely mm. beautiful it's incredibly well written if you love choose your own adventure it really takes that to a it's just such a, an awesome concept just traveling around the a steampunk alternate past and getting around the world in 80 days. And you can get around in so many different ways. And you can you know, find yeah. items that help you get there, uncover new routes to get around the place. Oh, it's good. It's so, 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 so good. Was uh, was this War of Mine nominated for anything? I don't think it was, which... Uh, really? Yeah, it's not on there at all, which is ridiculous. Wow. Like, this War of Mine on debut games, I would have gone for that. This War of Mine yeah. is artistic achievement. You could probably put it under there, yeah. too. Yeah, there's, there's definitely some... Um, Noticeable emissions. Let's just put it that way from the BAFTA hmm. Awards there, I think. Yeah. It's a shame. I'm, I'm looking over it now. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's a shame. Oh, well. <laughs> Never mind. All right, we're talking about that because really there's actually not that much news. I'm sorry, there isn't. Like, there's, there's, <laughs> I'd love to tell you that there's an amazing amount of news for us to cover today, but there frankly is not. Uh, we did hear the uh, story that the Better Business Bureau gave Valve an F for customer service. Lol. Did anyone not, not see that one coming? <sighs> oh, my God. That... Like Everyone uses Steam, but I hate that like you don't own the games that you buy. That really bothers me. Well, I mean, I think that's when when they're the num like. I don't want to say the word monopoly, but it feels it feels like it. If you want, they do have a PC monopoly. They're an effective monopoly. Like a lot of games, you can't get without installing Steam. It's impossible. Yeah, and you don't need to answer. Like when you have a monopoly, you don't need to answer to anyone. Like they can treat you like shit. And get away with it because what are you gonna do? The thing Not is that so many it? people like loyally love Steam that people are like, yeah, Steam forever, and you're like, well, they're actually really shitty though. Like, there are shitty they're pretty in many terrible. Ways. Yeah, I mean, their customer service is bad. Their client is out of date in comparison to other clients. How long did it take mm -hmm. them to put in something simple like bandwidth limitations? You know, it took them like five years to implement that feature, and yeah. they're yeah. still they're focusing on big picture when nobody on PC cares about big picture, and they're still asking for other features. 
That's actually very true. No one does care about that at all. No. Like, I, I thought that Big Picture was, like, a cool thing, but I have not spoken to anyone who actually wants to use it. No, of course not. Absolutely not. It's... And frankly, like, customer like service-wise, EA's beating them. EA has a guarantee on its yeah. own games that lets you refund them within 24 hours. You get to play the game, and if you don't like it, you get a no-questions-asked refund. That's mm. really good. And Steam doesn't do anything like that of the sort. Not, I mean, lately, apparently, they've just been forced in some respects to abide by EU legislation that says you're entitled to a refund on digital goods. But even then, they've apparently changed the subscriber agreement to make it bullshit. You know, they're still trying to dodge it. Valve really loves to wave your rights away. They absolutely yeah. want... They don't want to give you consumer rights at all. Yeah. So that's lovely. Um, thankfully, but speaking uh, of which, there's that thing that happened with the new Steam subscriber agreement. Yes, indeed. Um, which is what we're reading at the moment, actually. Uh, the uh, so this is about basically for EU subscribers, you have the right to withdraw from a purchase transaction for digital content without charge and without giving any reason for a duration of 14 days or until Valve's performance of its obligations has begun with your prior express consent and your acknowledgement that you thereby lose your right of withdrawal. Uh, mm -hmm. which, uh, something, like, that's, <laughs> I, I, I haven't done law in a while, so. That the, means things, I believe. Here's the problem. Apparently, Valve's performance of its obligations amounts to immediate access to digital content, meaning once you start the download, you've waved the right away, from what I can tell. Wait, what? Yeah. So you don't actually have. Oh, just just that having the access to it, just immediately. Yeah, as soon it. as you download it, you've waived that. According to the user agreement, you've waived that right. So basically, they're trying to they're trying to dodge oh. it essentially. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now the good so that's news. That's not really good at all. No, that's not good at all. Mm -hmm. It sounds like Valve is doing a good thing, and then you suddenly realize it's not. Uh, now apparently, yeah. Apple uh, tried to fight this battle in the EU courts. Uh -huh. And they lost. Um, so since the start of this year, everything within the Apple Store has a 14-day refund period without any questions. So well, I know they had some issues in Australia because it goes against our like consumer rights. Yeah, they had an issue in New Australia? Zealand as well, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, basically, like in Australia, that. you have to get a refund for some reason, and Steam doesn't do that. So yeah. I, I don't I don't remember what ended up coming of that. Maybe nothing, but I know that there was like they threatened legal action and Yeah. It seems to be that like the way they're getting around it is this immediate access thing. As soon as you click yeah. download, you basically you waive your right. But the, the problem with that is that like you should be allowed to try the product and to then if it, if it doesn't fucking work, works. Ref get a refund for it. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Downloading it doesn't mean that it works. Doesn't mean that it's good. No, it doesn't. It's such and ah, like oh, but ah. abuse, abuse. It's like abuse. Like, come on. Like, the abuse <laughs> is not allowing customers to refund products that don't fucking yeah. work. This is especially yeah. true when Steam has made a business model out of selling those games in what they call mm. early access. Right. You know, they they have made a business out of that. So yeah. to me, it seems like if you want to make a compromise, then either offer some sort of trial period. To allow people to test if the game works. Maybe like, like a few hours. Yeah, of give them a couple of hours. I mean, what's even wrong with that? You know, give them a couple yeah. of hours to try it out. If you fucking hate it, or it's a piece of shit, or it doesn't work, then let them fucking refund it. But of course, you know, Valve is going to fight tooth and nail to try yeah, and prevent that from that. happening. 
In Australia, we have like a EB Games has a um, seven day return policy for anything. And I used to abuse that all the time when I was a teenager where I'd go and buy a game and then finish it and then return it. It did that plenty, but that company is still around. It's not like it affected them very badly. Like they're fine. And more to the point, as a digital provider, you could very easily restrict that. You know, you you don't have to have seven days. Like put it in your agreement where people have a two hour period to test and see if yeah. the game works and if it doesn't and it work, could be then it two hours it. of play time not two hours of ownership right. like yeah, they, of course, they right. already track that yeah and if it's your game's crazy. less than two hours long then well i mean <laughs> probably stop making games that are less Thanks, than two hours long but, the order uh yes I don't know. <laughs> there's got to be some way around it like uh, and valve has got to eventually around the lose. order don't buy it it's, yes there is a way around the order. It's very much so, mm, just but don't just don't buy it. Just don't no. buy it. <laughs> You're not missing much by the sounds of it, but yeah. So I would like them to. Yeah, I think they're going to end up in court over it. We'll see. They're going to be dragged into court again, and eventually. I mean, yeah, you know, eventually, make... this is going to change eventually. Surely, someone's going to like. It's going to happen enough. It won't in the U.S. I can pretty much guarantee that, but in the well, EU, no. one would hope so. Yeah. So we'll see if that ends up being the case. Yeah. It's like, just mm. stop buying games without demos. They don't make demos anymore. Very few people make demos. You know, you <laughs> come on, that's a, that's a ridiculous fucking assertion to make. It's like, oh, well, it's your fault because you didn't buy a game that had a demo. 99% of games don't have demos. So what are you suggesting yeah. exactly? Demos don't get made anymore. It's that simple. Shareware, unfortunately, doesn't seem to exist anymore either. So hell, go back to the shareware model. That's the way to go. Give them like a quarter of the game <laughs> and then make them pay for the rest of it. That's a... That's a good way to do it. And you take it the risk would away. Work. Yeah, take the risk away. <laughs> Got no excuse then. Uh, is there anything else in the news that's really even worth covering at this point? Nintendo! Oh, TV. yes. Nintendo. Come on, tell me mm. about Nintendo. They are doing mobile stuff finally, and also, but it's not going to be anything you like. It's going to be other crap. But then they're making a new console, but no one knows what that is. Yes, they because- announced an announcement of a new console. Yeah. We have no idea what it is, but they're going to know no more next year. So we thanks, know, we know for that. nothing. It's what was what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Is they announced mm. nothing today? They announced new things are coming. Deal with it. That's it. Like they're all right. Thanks, Nintendo. Yeah, they're partner. <laughs> they're partnering with uh, a company called Dina, and they're going to be making some mobile stuff. And we know that. So, okay. And it's not going to be anything you. It's going to be like new stuff. It's not going to be anything that you know and love. Apparently. Yeah. See, that's disappointing. <laughs> Does it explicitly say that? Uh, at least that's what the feedback has been so far. I don't. I haven't seen any articles. I've just been following. Well, all the, the... articles are complete speculation. Like, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. no, none of the games press that have written about this has anything worthwhile to say because they're all making. I have shit no up. idea what to say. Yeah. 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 Because it'd be great if you could get Pokemon on. Stuff. That'd be mm. great. Any like any. But why they have a they? lot of stuff. Like, they give away their massive market advantage. Like, the only thing they've got going for them is their ridiculously good library of original IP. Like, I can't see them ever giving away a mainline Pokemon game to to mobile, ever. Like, I just could (gasps) never see them doing it. But then you could do Pokemon Snap in the real world. Oh my god, that would be so good. Real world Pokemon Snap? Oh my god. That'd be amazing. But they could do that with the 3DS and they still haven't done that either. They did but something like that. They did a little download thing. You can send thing. a picture to your friends. <gasps> I yeah. found a Pikachu in Central Park. Boom! That'd be the best. Yeah, the this, best. this is probably what Nintendo. they're going to do. It'll be spin-offs that support their mainline series. Like, if you expect original IP 
to come out on phones versus putting it on their own consoles, I think you're out of your mind. Yeah. Like, I just don't see why they do it. Yeah. It'd hurt their sales. But it, they could do stuff like... Like, really crappy versions of Mario games. Like, just shitty sure. iOS stuff that still has... Don't do a Square that Enix. character to sell it, but... <laughs> Don't pull a Square Enix, yeah. Don't oh, be God. Square Enix, Nintendo. All I the Bravest you. was an amazing game, Jesse. Don't you agree? <laughs> I'm bringing back memories. He's triggered. The World Ends With You came out on... It did. And then they broke I... it. Yeah, then they ruined I... it. Yeah, they actually broke it. They literally, like, they... refused to patch it. When a new iOS version came out, they're like, nope, we're not fixing it. It literally broke the game. They ruined uh, everything really? they touched. Yeah, I think they might have fixed that now when people were like, what the fuck are you doing? But they originally wow. said, no, we have no intention of patching this game. We're like, you what? I mean, wow, the thing that's... is, like, huh. the Squeenix ports are expensive, though. I mean, you're paying, like, $30 for Final Fantasy VI. I mean, it's, it's shit. It's uh... shit Fantasy VI. Shit Fantasy... Fuck you, Blue... Blizzard, oh Jesus. Blizz <laughs> Jesse, you are so mad, you don't even know what you're talking about. I just want to win at Heroes, god damn it, it's always in my head. Stop no. playing solo queue, we've told you about this. What the I hell's wrong with you? It. I just, uh, I, I know. You're a glutton no. for punishment. Why would you want other people? They well, suck. Because I, I want to play when I want to play, I don't want to wait for friends, because that's stupid. I fucking hate MOBAs, you have to wait for people well, to know where to wait. Playing that's then? stupid. Because I want to, because I want to play, because I enjoy it, but I fucking Salt hate it. Mines are open for business. This also says that Nintendo has, is making plans for an online membership service. Yeah, so I don't wonder what that's all about. Is that the new thing? Hmm. Or is well, that I mean, it's one of many new things that that I they haven't elaborated on. Nope. Thanks, it's like Nintendo. literally Nintendo's news is no news whatsoever. Like we're we're gonna make some mobile hmm. games. Okay, well you're kind of already doing that because they had um. That they they ported the Pokemon trading card game to iOS, so you can play it there. Mm -hmm. So I expect to see because there's stuff like they did the Puzzles and Dragons collab. There's probably going to be something involving that. Mm -hmm. There'll be stuff like Pokemon Shuffle. You know the the spin-off games. They're not going to make mainline IP because ultimately it's the only thing selling their systems right now. Because third parties have abandoned them. You know? Yeah. The Wii, even the 3DS is not getting yeah. that many. You know, the, most of the really good 3DS games are either coming from Japanese JRPG studios or they're coming from yes. first-party Nintendo development houses. Yeah. It's it's sad, but their first-party stuff is really good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it just, you know, and I feel like it is kind of enough to carry them. I'm happy with my 3DS. I think there's a lot of great games on there. Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, the 3DS thankfully does get third-party stuff, whereas, you know, the Wii U does not. So yeah. that's that's there's a pretty big deal going on with that. But I mean, for the Wii U yeah. in particular, the only way that's going to survive is if, I mean they've got a bunch of really good stuff coming out. They've got Splatoon on the way. Obviously, they just released. Splatoon Smash. looks great. Yeah, it does. And they they'll you know they've got things like um what the hell is it Zeno Zeno something Zeno which Zeno I keep thinking it's Xenonauts or Zeno. Some, I don't Xenoblade. Xenoblade. Saga yes. 12. Zen yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles. Xenoblading. Whatever it is, yeah. Xenoblade Chronicles. The Xenoblading, yeah. Yeah. But oh, the Xenoblading. Yes, indeed. But there's also... Okay, so I'm just reading here that it also said for the, for the mobile stuff, if you report that we will release Mario and smart devices, it would be a completely misleading statement. Exactly. So it's exact. It's so, the same. It's the same shit as always. We will not release. I can never predict what games. Nintendo are doing ever because no. I feel like every everything that I'm like Nintendo, this would make you a lot of money. They're like, yeah, let's not do that. Yeah, and I, I, mean, I just don't understand them at all. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at what like, what's even being released on the Wii U, the only stuff they're getting right now is third-party indies, absolute trash, and the first-party stuff. And a bit of Ubisoft. Stuff. Yeah. It's... You what, know, is, they, what is the... Uh, uh... The, the consoles Batman. NX is that what they're calling it? They're calling it the NX. We don't know what it is yet. Can I just? Can I? Oh my god! Can we? Can all you make hope, a prediction? Can we all hope that it stands for Nintendo Extreme? Can we all just make that a hope? Like they <laughs> and it's sponsored by Monster Energy Drinks. And oh it's, no! Oh, Drink verification can to continue. Oh, and it's all just really violent games like Mario, FPS. I'm like Legend of Zelda, but it's Curb a spectacle fighter. Numbers yeah. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Everything has dubstep. Yes, I want that. I'm sorry, chat, that you don't understand that extreme starts with an X when it's awesome. <laughs> when it's awesome. Uh, so dear. whatever. I NX. I feel like it's got to be like. That I want to say like a new handheld, but they already have so many. But like they they've yeah. gotten to the point where they had to fucking name something the new 3ds like you can't keep making them 3ds they can will so maybe they're like fuck it nx how many of the ds did they release five models i think of the ds if i DS, dsi ds light ds xl ds xl there was isn't that it four uh i think it's four what does ds stand for have i missed dual screen oh shit i didn't know that ever Wow, mm -hmm. uh, you're clueless. Okay. That's because that's I really yeah. didn't care. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. That's because right. I didn't care. But so NX has to stand for something, right? So it's got to be like something. Next, I next uh, extreme. Experience. Next extreme. That's fine. Nothing starts with X. Mm. That's right. Nintendo it's the reincarnation X. of the Virtual Boy. That's what this fucking thing is. Maybe they X is supposed to be ten. Is this like the 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 tenth iteration Probably. of? That's a good question. Of, Could be. Yeah. I have no idea. I haven't counted. Look. Gonna be honest. Nintendo How many console? Nintendo? Hmm. I feel like there are less. Yeah. Maybe. How to say? NES, SNES, 64 Cube. And do we count Wii? The Wii? Or, uh, well, Wii, Wii U. Yeah, it counts. No, I, I was thinking of a uh, game like the 3D Game Boy, the old school one. Uh, there's what? Color TV game, whatever that is. Yeah, Nintendo count. Entertainment that's Super Nintendo, so Nintendo 64, so GameCube, Wii, Game Wii U. Damn it, that's seven. Ah. Mm. Game Boy, Our DS. Our has been ruined. Game and & Watch, no. Game Boy, Virtual no. Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Nintendo DS, Nintendo 3DS, New Nintendo 3DS. That's eight. What? What well, is those X? Don't count. Those are all. Those are all. Ah. Combine them all together, and we got something. But ignore the ones that are like, you know, we got Game Boy, DS. That's two. Not like. Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance. Is this too? What do you mean you don't count Game Boy Advance? It's like a whole different thing. You kind of got to count the Game Boy Advance. That's fine. That's, yeah. three, that's, fine. that's three. Then SNES, NES, Wii, GameCube 64, Wii U. That's perfect. Then one more. Is it 10? That's 10. Really? One more would be the yeah, 10. Yeah, but I, I feel like that was a giant gamble so like, right there. I You're feel like, like you uh, just made most of that up and, and deliberately admitted things. Nintendo's known for taking gambles. They, they, don't, they don't give shit. Uh, like, I don't know about that. I don't think they call I it believe. gambles, but... So, they it's, call it X has to for something. It's NX. Nintendo X-rated. X-rated Nintendo, yes. Yeah, Mario Porn available immediately in 3D Mario on Oculus Rift. R18 games only. Yeah, mm -hmm. indeed. 
the question is which like which console do they need to replace like what makes the most sense do they want to make a new home console or do they want to make a new handheld which is the most sensible thing to do right now it just it seems to me it's got to be a new home console right yeah it has to be it has to be something to come after wii u i i feel like even though wii u right now i would say is probably one of the best uh consoles like i think it's better than ps4 and xbox right now game wise but I it think is. that will, it won't last that way for for. It only lasts long. that long because Nintendo is making games for it. Ultimately, yes, yes. I and don't the fact feel that... like they're ready for a new full console. It just doesn't seem it right. Does, it does seem a bit weird considering the the Xbox One and the PS4 seem underpowered for this generation. Like what we thought was going to happen is the Wii U was going to get smacked. Like, as soon as the other yeah. consoles came out, it was going to get absolutely crushed. Turns out it didn't, because those consoles were not as powerful as we thought they were going to be. Yeah. Uh, and this generation no, seems to be in a rut. Yeah. But it is also that the Wii U, again, has amazing first-party games. What game, if it's a Nintendo phone? <laughs> well, no, it said that it's a dedicated gaming device, whatever it and is. And phone that they didn't tell you about. That is and not what dedicated phone. means. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. I'm just—it's gotta mean Ruining something. Everything. Like, so it's either gonna be a console, big fucking deal, or it's gonna be a handheld device, big fucking deal. No, I, no. I feel now. like it has to be another handheld device. It's gotta be like. But another. They bring them out like every year anyway. They surely uh, can't. The 3DS another. has been out for a while. I mean, that is a fair point. Things they just refreshed it. Right, and I feel like that's yeah. a really douchey. Thing to do to consumers it's like I mean, you bought this did brand it. new one we hyped it up and now fuck you but they did like one. 3ds 3ds xl 2ds and wasn't the 2ds only like two years ago that was like 2013 right 2ds yeah i think so and then they were like 3ds new 3ds so everyone who bought a 2ds was fucked anyway yep mm -hmm. i really don't know i feel like it has to be handheld and maybe it's i don't i don't know i don't know i can't figure out what nintendo are ever doing ever no, I can't. I have no clue. So, conclusion, uh, for the last 20 minutes of discussion, we don't have a fucking clue, and neither do any of these games media sites that are pretending to, so there you go. But they just <laughs> announced a new Warhammer 40,000 board game, so I'm very excited about that. Oh, Only cool. playable on the NX. No. It's, <laughs> it's a real board game. It's called Forbidden Stars. I'm all over that. Shit. Yeah. I love my board games. Absolutely. Cool. This I'll is buy a that. Pole too. That's a thing that I don't really care about. The what? Titanfall 2 uh, is yeah. also. Uh, apparently, it's going to be cross platform worked. now, right? Like, they're not going to. Yeah. They're not going to limit it to Xbox One because they want to sell more than 10 copies. So, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Coming sure, to PS4 okay. and PC. I don't know if it will be cross platform, though. I wonder if they're going to do. Well, they probably won't, but I have to imagine that. Are they actually going to do a proper single player mode with it, or are they just going to expand I the wish they had. I think the giant robots are really cool. No matter what setting, I really like giant robots. And so mm -hmm. when they didn't have a story at all, I was like, but you could have had this sweet story about how war made you need to build these sick giant robots and blah, 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 that I was really fucking excited about. And they were like, oh, no, let's just have some slight audio overlay over the same gameplay modes that we've had for the last hour. Mm. It was extremely disappointing. Yeah, they, they could, I think if, if, they, if they were going to dedicate to the multiplayer campaign, they could have done a shitload more with the multiplayer campaign, like the way that Brink did it. I think Brink did a fantastic job of that campaign. One of the few things that people think that Brink did well, I thought it was a great game. I'm going to stick by Brink to the fucking death. But I think <laughs> that if they want to make Titanfall 2 more interesting and stick with the multiplayer, they've got to go down the brink route and they've got to make that storytelling more engaging and they've got to make the game modes more complex. Mm -hmm. they, they were afraid of complexity. 
I swear, like, there's not enough escalation in that game. I want it to be, like, by the end of the game, you should have your titans out, but, like, they should have, like, NPC tanks and shit. There should be all sorts of different kinds of yeah. uh, trooper that come onto the field. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, we're escalating. And then it should be another level of titans beyond that. It's like level two titans. And then you bring in the level two titans and then you bring in the cool. stuff to counter it. It should all escalate to that point. But uh, it, Yeah, that know, would be super cool. You but know it, the but they never did, to be you know? A, it stutters out about four minutes guys. in. Form Voltron. You have to fight Voltron at the end of it. Hmm. The final <laughs> boss has to be a Titan made of other Titans. Voltron. Sure, that'll be the best final boss. Have three Titans combine hmm. into a mega a mega Titan and go and fucking fight that'd that be way. The, best, the, the problem best, with Titan, you know, again, like Titanfall is all about the problem is the, the pacing. You know, you can start in Titanfall. You can literally start with a Titan, which completely defeats the point of the exercise. Like you're supposed to be building up yeah. to your Titan. That's the whole point, yeah. right? But you get your Titan so fucking fast that your on-foot time is minimal. So, uh, you know, I just want to see that just built wait up. around to get the Titan. Yeah, have mini Titans. I enjoyed Starting it for a, a little week mini or so. Titan. Little cute Titan. I think everyone, I think everyone did. Everyone was like, man, Titanfall's great for about five or six hours. And yeah, we were done. yeah. and it was. I yeah. mean, it, it's yeah. still a good game. It was. But it is repetitive. The game modes don't do it justice. They need to take that um, attrition mode and they need to make it three times as complicated. And then it'll be great. Yeah. Like, and when they do that, yeah. it'll be fantastic. Make it longer, make it matter more, make get, put more objectives in the game, put more weapons in the game, more titans, more kinds of NPCs, do all of that. More kinds of titans. More titans. Yeah. Definitely more kinds of NPCs. Le levels of crazy. titan, you know, absolutely. Yeah. More melee titans. I want to do more than just punch. I want a fucking energy sword. I want to stab a titan with another titan. Your titan should be able to, like, go Super Saiyan. Yes. And then absolutely. tighten up. That'd be yep. sweet. Oh, his Flying back, and all the energy comes out of his back because he's yeah. like venting gas as he goes ape shit. Flying That's Titan. how you make a game. That's yeah. Titanfall 2. <laughs> yep. Oh shit, that'd be And awesome. we're back to Vanquish, I believe. I uh, yeah. Basically we want Vanquish 2. <laughs> so that you know, fuck everything else, make Vanquish 2, and then we'll be happy with video mm -hmm. games. Cool. Well, that kind of brings us towards the end of the show. So let's do a quick wrap-up of the games that are going to be coming out this week. And then we can leave you to do whatever it is you're planning on doing. So let us begin with on March the 17th, which would be today. Final Fantasy Type-0 HD is out for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. I might actually play that. I Look, I hear it's great. I, I hear it's pretty good. Enix. Yeah. Square Enix ruined my, my, like, killed the childhood that I love with them. But everyone's saying this game might actually be fantastic so hey it might be a reason to turn on my playstation 4 again i'll take that you know so i'll give it a chance i'll give yeah. it a chance devil may cry definitive edition is out on xbox one if you haven't played it on pc already for like the five dollars it cost and you probably should battlefield hardline out for everything ever and <laughs> nobody is. seems shit. to care it's oh man battlefield hardline on xbox one doesn't even maintain 60 frames per second at 720p it's absolutely pathetic it's ridiculous mm. What? Why did you even bother buying a new games console? Just go back to the Xbox 360. It's, it's apparently just fine. <laughs> Same Resident, thing. Yeah, Resident Evil Revelations 2 for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PlayStation 3, PC. Uh, that I think that's the last episode of it, if I recall correctly. Uh, the yes. Awakened Fate Ultimatum for PlayStation 3. Bladestorm Nightmare for PS4, which is apparently a complete disappointment, so I'm very upset about that because mm. I was hoping that would be good. Jamestown, which is that ridiculous shooter on Mars for the PlayStation 4. Oceanhorn uh, Master of the Uncharted Seas for PC, which is kind of a well Zelda-esque game. Uh, that sounds kind of cool. It's uh, Well, it was good on uh, when they released the original on phone. It was really, really good. So I'm hoping mm. that the sequel is. Reverse Side for PC. Soldier X2 Final Prototype for PlayStation Vita. 
five-star wrestling for PlayStation 3. Thank God. Kabbalah's yeah. African Adventure. <laughs> Finally. PlayStation yes, exactly. There are so many Kabbalah games. There, there are, are so ridiculous many numbers of, of Kabbalah games. Who is buying these? I am trying to figure this out. If anyone knows who is buying Kabbalah games, let me know by email. Arcades. Tennis in the face for PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita. <laughs> I'm sorry. I must. I need to look up tennis in the face. Like, why, why is it in the face? That's a great trailer. That's to be hardcore. Tennis in the face. Oh, we, I thought we saw this before. It was tennis in the face and clowns in the face. In the face. Of course. Of course. There's a giant bomb quick right. look of it. Uh, yeah. So this looks like some kind of platformy. Yes. Can what the? It, I'm interested. In the I'm interested. In the face. I. It's a mobile game, and that's the thing. Okay. Uh, fair enough. In the face. All right then. <laughs> yes, there are YouTubers making stupid gurning faces at it, so I assume it's PewDiePie in some description. Yes. I can make it more interesting <laughs> if I look like this. This is every YouTuber thumbnail ever. Not yeah, me. I hate it. Not me. Yeah. All of them. They're all shit. like that. Are you looking at the red guy in the baseball tee? There you go. Not me. There's a guy I in a red baseball tee. I get classy mm. thumbnails. A lot classy of them do. Classy animated mm. thumbnails. Indeed. Those people are called uninspired hacks, and they make way I more money than me. I just take a screenshot so of them. the video and put it in the thumbnail. Like, I feel like there are a lot of YouTubers who must pose looking all wacky oh, afterwards and take a photo they of it. I just take a screenshot shit. of the video. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Mm. Alright, moving on to Fruit Ninja Connect 2 for Xbox One. Finally, the killer app we've all been waiting for. Burnstar for PC, Aware for PC, and SEAL Team 12. I wasn't even aware there were 11 of others, but okay, fair enough. For PC. March 19th, Elliot that's Quest. twice as good as SEAL Team 6. Absolutely, yeah. World <laughs> of Mixed Martial Arts 3 for PC. I wasn't aware there were two others. Uh, yes. Total Extreme Wrestling for PC. Wow, we actually get a wrestling game on PC. I can't imagine that's going to yeah. be any good at all. But actually, on oh, apparently we had one in 2004 that was good. Jeez. So let's see if this one's any... Yeah, great. What else we got? Uh, Mario Party 10 comes out on March the 20th. Ziggurat oh comes to Xbox One if you don't already have a PC. Great game. Karate Master 2 Knockdown Blow for PC. Holy shit. What mm. is that game? Couldn't tell you. Couldn't care. Looking Trapped Dead Lockdown for PC. What was Trapped Dead again? Um, I Did I play no that? Idea. It was kind of a, it was a zombie survival game, wasn't it? Yeah. Probably. Yeah, and it looks like it's another one. Okay, yep, it's a hack and slash zombie RPG. Whoa, Cry 2 Master has you fighting a bull karate style. <laughs> Holy shit, I'm okay. getting this game. Top Trump's Turbo for PC. No. No. F Trump's. <laughs> March the 23rd, the 12 Labors of Hercules for PC and Out of the Park Baseball 16. Out of the Park Baseball is apparently fucking great if you like baseball. I'm told it's like the most amazing baseball mm. game ever. But outside of that, I couldn't really say. Uh, yes, 12 Labors of Hercules is on Big Fish Games, so that's guaranteed to be great. Yes. Flying Horse Included. Yeah. That's actually a feature, apparently. What? Flying Horse Included. Well, I'm sold. Uh, yeah. yeah, what else could you possibly want? And that pretty much wraps us up for releases. And that pretty much wraps us up for the show. Thank you very much for watching. Before we go, we'd like, of course, to give you the opportunity to consume our media and give us money. So... <laughs> Let's start with you, Ms. Alana Pierce. Tell uh, 
people what you're doing this week, what they can find on your channel, and where to find it. Oh god, I'm not good at this kind of thing. Uh, Do it anyway. Uh, my laptop broke, so I can't upload videos at the moment, but my YouTube channel is youtube.com slash charlalanazard, and you can check it out if you want. No pressure. Good. There we go. <laughs> good. Jesse, what's going on in the channel this week? Um, stuff that I pre-recorded before I left. So enjoy that <laughs> shit. Let me guess, and... <laughs> more Dragon Age elf root picking, is that... Uh, you can watch me play or Ori, and then you can also watch me play Hotline Miami this Friday, and then a bunch of other stuff. And then I'm going to find a bunch of games I can play on my laptop and try to play those through the mm. echoey halls of a kitchen. Well, and, don't play uh, LA Cops, should, you're not missing That should be fun. Yeah. And I'll put those up too. Uh, I'll do a few vlogs, let people know that uh, I, I'm going on a site tour of the CoxCon location. I'm going to do all that stuff, and... Everything's gonna be finalized, and CoxCon's coming, guys. Yeah. And tickets. Look, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not gonna say they're sold out, but but there's like you know only a few left. So. Wow, that's pretty. And impressive. then we and then we may uh, announce something when I get back that opens up a few more tickets. Wink, nudge, poke. Possibly. That's it. Cool. Uh, my channel uh, you can find at youtube.com slash cynicalbrit as always. I'm actually making content now. We're through the treatment mostly, so I. Put my video of LA Cops up. You don't have to watch that if you don't want to, frankly. It's, <laughs> it's not very good. Uh, but there will be other videos coming this week. I'll probably do a video of Starships. I'll probably... I've got a lot of shit uh, to do, frankly. I'm way behind. I'm going to do Starships. Ori and the Blind Forest is on the list. Ocean Horn's on the list. Wolf the Red Hood Diaries, which is actually looking kind of interesting. Where you play yeah. Red Riding Hood with an axe murdering what appear to be clockwork knights of some description. So We'll talk about that when you play it. <laughs> Oh, we'll have you played it? Okay, week. all right. I have, yeah. Okay, fair enough. So, and there's a bunch of other stuff I've still got to play, actually. So, I got lots of city skylines I need to get to. I started a new city in that after poisoning the last one. No disasters, my ass. I killed <laughs> all my people. It was horrible. Horrible. <laughs> and I might do... I, I, no, I'm not going to look at Assassin's Creed Rogue. Are you fucking kidding me? I can't be bothered. Boo. <laughs> I've heard that it's actually very good. Uh, yeah, it's it, compared to Unity, it is anyway. If you want more of four, that's basically what Rogue is. It's more of four. See, I heard it's better than four. I you will see. Maybe it might I'm be playing. worth having a look at that. Most people seem to. I, think, I think I'm basically just. Four. I think I might finally be at the point where I'm like, I can't play any more Assassin's Creed games. You've reached but that point only now. Thing... That's impressive. Yeah, but. Wow. Like, wow. I, I stopped liking them at Assassin's Creed Revelations, but then I kept playing them because I feel like it's this thing that I've played for such a long time that I need to stay involved with, and I just, you know, I can't do it anymore, man. I'm no, just, I can't either. I'm over it. Yep. Oh, God, I've got to play Karate Master 2 Knockdown Blow. This looks great. That's what I was just saying! It looks great! That's what I was just saying! I never like, listened to I'm you! to move on, because you're an idiot, Cox. That's what I was just <laughs> saying, though! Oh, my God. You fight a bull! You're a karate man who fights a bull! Bull! Apparently, you, karate. He has a point. There is a bull involved. I'm all over this shit. We're doing karate Very masters. Very passionate about it, apparently. Karate Master mm -hmm. Two knockdown blow. That's gonna be on the channel. That's a, that's a thing that I will do on the oh, channel. I also do. I do have a copy. I ha when the fuck is the uh, embargo on this thing? I don't know. But I have a copy of Pillars of Eternity. I'm also gonna be streaming that on uh, GOG. So I will be doing that at some point. So do that's when's the embargo like on that. Pillars of that Eternity? Embargo is the 23rd. Um, so, yes. But it's... I mean, it's Pillars of Eternity. 
It's a fucking huge CRPG. Chances are I'm not going to be able to finish it or even critique it, but I will stream it. I'll do the same thing I did for Wasteland, which is I'll stream it, and we'll have a look at it like that. I loved that game. Wasteland 2 or Wasteland 1? Wasteland 2. So Wasteland, it was my game of the year last year. It was pretty high up on my list. It was pretty legit, got to admit. Mm -hmm. I loved it. And that is our show ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for watching please yeah, do go know. check out our channels you can find them below see right here or this entire time uh, the name of our channels has been right here so go <laughs> and visit them please subscribe to us if you have not already big thanks to our guest Ms. Alana Pierce thank you very much for coming in and uh, certainly filling in when thanks we lacked a fourth host thank god you were talkative mm -hmm. and not like some other guests we've had that would have been a very awkward show <laughs> that would have been kitchen jesse and the backing band and we can all do without that <laughs> you've been watching the corruption Yay! podcast thank you very much for watching please check out the soundcloud if you want to download the audio and of course you can check out our itunes feed and if you missed any of the show today you'll find it on thursday on youtube.com slash cynical brit we will see you next time good night <laughs>